Good evening, everybody. This is the Ish We Talk. I am Lily. This is my engineer, my everything all together and one to keep this component together, Lindsay. Hello. Uh, we are brought to you today uh, by Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. It'll keep us popping. It'll keep y'all listening to us. Bam. What it is, gotta drop that shit in the beginning every time. So y'all already know already. Let's get to the ish we talk. Um, the first thing we're gonna do, because everybody's gonna talk about it, is the Super Bowl. And we got the um, greatest of all time, Tom motherfucking Brady against a young up and coming GOAT. And Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, what are your predictions? So I don't follow football. <laughs> first, uh, first off, so if I had to pick, I will go with the Chiefs. Why not? You supposed to? That's your city. Yeah, that's my city. So. All right. So um, I. Uh, per se, uh, like football, follow football. Um, it's um, one of the things because I'm from the city. I want to say the Chiefs off the flip. I'm going to say the Chiefs off the flip. But at the same time I say that, I know this is going to be a dangerous game because we're dealing with Tom Brady. We're dealing with 10-time Super Bowl appearance, six-time winning, Tom motherfucking Brady. With Gronkowski, who, besides Kelsey, is one of the best tight ends that ever played the game. Um, and then you have Antonio Brown, who is infamous as a wide receiver. But we got, like I said, Kelsey. We got Hill. Um... We got so many weapons. It's uh, it's crazy. It's one of them things where I'm a root for the Chiefs, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to be mad at like a spectacular play by Brady because shit, we know he can do it. Yeah. Like this nigga, he's he's the goat. Like he's real life the goat. And shout out to Mahomes and Brady because Mahomes brought it back to back. That's yeah. Really, really hard to do in football. Right. Shout out to Brady for going to another team and going to the bowl. Yeah, this is like his 10th time, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I'm a everybody knows I'm a Patriots fan. So, I've seen him win his sixth ring. Mm-hmm. That being said, I'm not a Tom Brady fan per se like that. Like, yeah, I... Like Tom Brady, but I'm a Patriots fan, not just a Tom Brady fan. Mm-hmm. I've been a Patriots fan ever since Drew Bledsoe. You can look that up because a lot of motherfuckers don't even know who the quarterback was before Tom Brady. And yeah. the list goes on and on and on. And I could do that, but ain't nobody trying to question me right now. But the day a motherfucker do, <laughs> I'm going to let you know I've always been a Patriots fan. Yeah. That being said, though, I got Chiefs and I have the Chiefs by 10. Okay, so you willing to put money on it? Yeah, I'm willing to put money on that. Okay. 
Well, not with me, but. Yeah, but if somebody anyway. wanted to, you know, place a bet, I, I would uh-huh. say the Chiefs by 10. Okay. All right. I'm not putting no money on it. I'll be here for the commercials and for the weekend to perform. I'm curious to see how they would do it this year since, uh, well, I guess he'll be there live. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you hear about how they're doing um, the uh, people watching? Um, A little bit, like the cardboard box shit. Cardboard box? I mean, you know, like putting a, like, the uh, image of them out there. Because I know a lot of them doing that, like the little cardboard cutout. A lot of niggas is doing that um, instead of going. Like, it's cheaper to do that. And then oh. they're live streaming. Ha! I didn't know that. Yeah, they're doing yeah. that cheaper than, you know, you actually, actually going buying to. a ticket. Yeah. Yeah, because them tickets is astronomical. Um, But the tickets, uh, they got so many tickets that they're giving away for free to... um. Oh yeah, to, to the, the healthcare, workers. Yeah, yeah, the healthcare essential workers. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then um, it's a limited amount. And then I also saw that I guess this is the first time the home team of yeah, the uh, of where they're playing at is actually in the yeah, Super Bowl. The, yeah, Tom Brady is like crushing a lot of parts right now. Yeah, yeah. So that that's pretty cool, you know. Um, Yeah, so we'll see what happens, you know. I'm here for the commercials. I've always been here for the commercials. Always been been here for the uh halftime show. I don't care too much about the uh game. Really never been here for the halftime show. Commercials, yes. Halftime show, I really never, you know, ever since Janet popped her titty out, nothing has been the same. Not even Beyonce? Not even Beyonce. Well, you know, it. I'm not a beehiver. You don't have to be a beehiver to like recognize greatness when you see it. I mean, yeah, but even Beyonce looking like uh, She-Hulk does not impress me <laughs> more than seeing uh, Janet Jackson's nipple. <laughs> like, shit, I got to see Janet Jackson's nipple. Areola, all that shit, well, whatever you didn't see it. She had a, she had a she thing had a, over it. She had a store thing that was directly on her nipple. You know what I'm saying? So you seen the nipple and then you seen like the little sun flare, whatever the fuck that is. Her <laughs> nipple was out, baby. And not only was her nipple out, it was it was some old freaky shit. Like you only see shit like that with a chick that you know what I'm saying that tell you to like hit her with a whip. Like you can't get no better than that. So it's, it's wow. after that, no halftime show has ever impressed me. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> have you naked by the end of this song bow <laughs> and they're gonna titty I don't give a fuck what nobody say they did that on purpose <laughs> oh they absolutely did that on purpose they like it was a malfunction, malfunction it was a malfunction with a whole little sun on your titty bitch you did that on yeah, purpose you're right cause who you got on a full fledged leather outfit that looked like it was hot and you had a pasty over your boob. And then it conveniently opens right there. It wasn't like he just ripped your shit. Like he just said, plop. And it was there. And there. That was so impressive. And, so and I wish he was surprised. And she acted so surprised. Dope amazed. He was dope amazed at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, check the titty out. 
I just, in that situation, I just wish they would have owned it. Exactly. You know, um, Justin Timberlake, we still ain't forgave. We still ain't forgave for leaving her out like that. Because he pretty, he threw her under the bus and drove over her two, three times. What was so. he supposed to do? He should have just said, like, we we came up with it, and that's what it was. But he was like, man, that's all on her. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I ain't got that. nothing to do with it. I just showed up. And like, I'm with him with that shit. Like, man. I ain't got nothing to do with that shit. If that bitch want to show her titty, she want to show her titty. But you helped her show her titty. Listen, so this is what they told me. That this is choreographed. <laughs> so this is what they told me to do. Yeah. I didn't orchestrate this. Yeah. I mean... So, fuck if she ain't standing up for it, why the fuck should I? But, he just, it just seemed like he just allowed he that man. to happen. Because he a man. Yeah. That's it. Because yeah. he a man and you expect him to step. I didn't do that. I, if she would have said. He did it. He literally did it. Like <laughs> My thing is, if she would have, if she would have stood up for it, I think he would have. You got to understand, he knows where Janet Jackson is as far as fame and celebrity. Mm. So he's way under her. So if yeah. she would have stood up for it, he would have stood up for it. Since she didn't, you're not going to throw that at that bus at me. Yeah. Throw that bus at her because she's Superman. She can grab that bus and toss that motherfucker to the left. Yeah, but that didn't happen, though. That didn't Like, she had an album that came out not too long after all that controversy had kicked up. And the album basically flopped. You know? None so. of her albums ever went under gold. So that's not a flop. It's just not Com- what she's compared uh, to what she do. It's a flop. I understand standards, but I understand recouping your money. If you recouped your money, bitch, yeah, you, she probably recouped. Chill out, money. chill yeah. out. You recouped your money. Yeah, yeah, but I, I still think that should have been handled better. Like if they would have just owned the shit, that, that was her fault. But yeah. I understand it because at that time, you know, black women definitely couldn't, you know what I'm saying, step up like that. Mm-hmm. Anybody else would have, you know what I'm saying, would have been able to step that up and wouldn't nobody. If, if that would have happened to J-Lo and she would have took prize for it because J-Lo is loved by everybody, including mm-hmm. uh, black people, she would it, it wouldn't have been a problem if she would have stood up for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it should have been handled better. But, yeah. you know, we ain't talking about 2004. We're talking about 2021. So we're going to see. Sorry, <laughs> Right. <laughs> So we're gonna see we're gonna see what the weekend do, you know. Some people are not um not happy with him being the performer, but why not though? I don't know. It ain't like they get showstoppers at, at you know what I'm saying? I like, don't know. At the half like it, it every they now and then they get showstoppers. Yeah, every now and then. Like don't get it twisted. Yeah. It's not consistent. I just I'm I'm curious to see who else he's gonna bring out because I remember when Coldplay did and what people were saying before Coldplay because they was just like this is gonna be whack and then Coldplay brought out um the two people before them which was Beyonce and uh what's the dude's name um the twenty four karat magic dude Bruno Mars yes. He brought out Bruno Mars and Beyonce, and that turned that performance out. And then all the controversy was on Beyonce because they were saying that she was on her black power shit. But what's wrong with that? But we we're not gonna go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the NFL definitely don't want nobody to go back down that rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! We made a mistake. We're not racist. 
Right. We hire a bunch of black people. Let's right. move on. Right. I have 20 black people on my head coach team. I mean, the NFL in general hires a lot of black people. Like, don't get it twisted, y'all. Um, yeah, but the owner's club is something different. The owner's club is something different. And when I say the NFL, I ain't even talking about just the players. I'm talking about the NFL as an organization. They hire a lot of black people. They used to didn't. Um, you know, but then, uh, you know, after a while, um, it, it probably just took one. I don't know. I'm not, I, I wasn't there. But it probably took one to be outstanding in just the unit of the NFL. And they start hiring a lot. Especially a lot of them out, uh, uh, out of uh, historic, uh, historically black colleges. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of black people working for the NFL that we don't know about. That's why they're able to do the changes that they do now. It's still going to be problems, but they have more of a voice in there. That, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all don't know on the sneak for real. Yeah. So they've taken strides. Yeah, to they've be taken better, a lot of strides. But they still ain't they still ain't trying to let them into that owner's club. No, not yet. Not yet. Almost, not yet. though. <laughs> almost though with the, we with almost the there. yeah with with um jay-z uh stepping in and, and, and putting mm-hmm. whatever and you know that allows an open door for mm-hmm. me yeah you know we got a we, we got a couple of great black coordinators we got a um we got a couple of uh great uh coaches on each side offensive and defensive mm-hmm. um we, it, you know it, it's it's slowly but surely changing i ain't never gonna say that it will never stop being the good old boys uh, shit. But I'm saying that at, at, at one point, they're going to have their advisors. There's going to be people that look like us. Okay. All right. So that's that. That's that, man. <laughs> Chiefs and 10. Um, let's get to terrible bio pitch. You want to go first? Or do you want me to go? I have... My top five, I they've always been my top five. I've never changed them. <laughs> um, I mean, I can. Why not? Uh, where is it? Okay. <clears throat> All right. So this is my top five for terrible biopics. Um, number one, and these are in no. Particular, particular order. order. Right. Yeah, because mine ain't either. <laughs> yeah. Number one is Man in the Mirror, the Michael Jackson story. The one where Flex. Yes. <laughs> that is one of mine, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, holy moly, Parker Moly. In my motherfucking, uh, in my Noriega voice, man. That shit was crazy. And I was so young when that came yes, out. Yes. Yes. Um. Number two, Aaliyah, Princess of R&B. Okay, okay. Yeah, that um, was horrible. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, Number three was Whitney. That was the one that Lifetime produced. Oh, yeah, the porn. And, uh, yeah, the porn. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that shit was a porn. And Bobby Porno. <laughs> yeah, that shit was a porn. It was a straight Shout porn. out to Bobby fucking the shit out of <laughs> Janet Jackson, though. <laughs> Woo! Bobby, you the man for that. Because everybody uh, wanted to fuck Janet for a long time. <laughs> well until she was 50. So, <laughs> number four, Tupac, All Eyes on Me. That's one of mine, too. Yeah. Ooh. And then number five, Bobby DeBarge story. Have you seen that? Bobby DeBarge? Bobby DeBarge story. You have to see it. 
it was produced by TV One. I've never seen it. I haven't yes. seen it. Yes. The bo- when I tell you from the wigs on down, it was terrible. Now, did you ever watch the show Greenleaf? Yes. Okay, you remember um, Jacob's daughter's boyfriend that was abusive? He yeah, was a singer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played Bobby DeVars. Yeah. Okay. With wig and all. And then, fun fact, you remember the um, the guy that was always like the um, the uh, okay, you remember the TV show or not TV show, the movie Meteor Man with um, of course, I um, Robert Townsend. Yes. You remember the dude that was like the head of the gang of the Golden Lords? Yeah. yeah. That's his son. Yes. What? Yes, that's his son. I'm gonna have to watch that. Yes, but Bobby DeVarge's story. Woo, child! It when I first saw like the clips of it and stuff way before they actually premiered it, I was like, "This got to be a parody." How bad the wigs was and how bad the acting was. Just in the little clips that I was seeing, I was like, "They got to be making fun of it." <laughs> Like, because there's no way that somebody would really put some money behind this and okay this. Like, what? So, yeah. It was horrible. Um, An honorable mention. I don't know if you ever saw this, but Michael Jordan had a biopic that was like a made-for-TV movie. I did not see that. I'm glad yeah. I've never seen that. It was totally it was, The Goat's Legacy. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Just off the strength of he was wearing the Jordans that were what was in the stores now while he was in college. Like, what? <laughs> Why would you, Jordan just got some? Jordan's a billionaire too, so he don't give a fuck. You know, no. Um, but yeah, I thought that would be an honorable mention. But yeah, oh, I'm gonna have so. to watch that shit. Ooh. You have to see the Bobby DeVars movie. Like, I tried to see if it was on um, YouTube. It's not. They uh, probably burned that thing they man. Yeah, they probably did. You're probably going to have to probably try to see if it's on Daily Motion or something yeah. like that. But Might be on Tubi. Tubi have Tubi. all the stupid yeah. black movies. Yeah. You know, I'm going to see. Because, like, my brother, he be looking up stuff. Like, he be finding all the everything for free and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see if he can find it. But... Anyway, that's my five. That's your five. Cool. All right. I'm going to go. Uh, not in no particular order. I'm already piggyback. Uh, I always thought Tupac uh, movie was fucking trash. Oh, my God. Compared to Notorious, the Tupac movie. They made movie, Notorious look like it should have been nominated, right? It should have won It should have got all the accolades, okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> So, and, um, and and don't get me wrong, I wasn't mad at Notorious. I wasn't one hundred percent gonna hold for it either, but I wasn't mad at it. Like I wanted to shoot that whole theater up after seeing All Eyes on Me. I just I thought that was hella dumb. It was horrible. Oh, I thought that was hella dumb. 
Uh, sorry for no no nah, you totally yeah. just, this thing I'm like what was I even think but nobody was there to even vouch for it you know yeah um and you know the thing is they fought for so long to have that movie made and Alfini Shakur was like no yeah and they did that shit right after she died. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then John out. Singleton was supposed to direct it. And then he got into it with the producers. And he was no longer on it. Then, when the producers was out there trying to... um, They ended up getting Benny Boone. Now, Benny Boone is known for being a video director. So, I don't know if this was his first time doing a movie or not. But he came into... A machine that was already in motion. So he had to kind of like try to finish it up and you know. So I can't 100% put it on him on how bad it was. It was more the producers. Cause the, and then the producers wanted to make a movie that they wanted to make. It was a hideous movie. And it was just it was just like a, a mess. And then when it was out there um, trying to promote the movie. They was trying to put this shit out here on John Singleton with all the type of shit that they were saying he wanted to put in the movie. Like, they wanted him to have a rape scene that was a fever dream. And it was weird. It was weird. Because, you know, the the urban legend is that Tupac got Tupac raped got in jail. Raped in jail. I, I believe he probably did, but... I don't, I don't want to say I do or don't believe because I really don't know. And we'll never know, so... Yeah, we'll never know. Yeah, but... um. They were saying that he wanted to put that in there and then he wanted him to wake up from a dream and like it was all kind of stuff they were trying to put on John Singleton. And I'm like, all these years that we have known John Singleton, we have never known him to make no crazy ass shit like what they were trying to say. Even if he did, it would have been uh it would have been very, very well organized between writers, um, producers and the director. Mm-hmm. Like, um, we lost a jewel in the movie Tupac because John Singleton bailed out because John Singleton really, really uh, uh, had a great. Uh, uh, he admired Pac a lot. Yeah. He yeah. he made movies for Pac, mm-hmm. and Pac ended up dying, and he had to right. cast other people for these movies. I.e., Baby Boy. Right. Yeah. So like these, John Singleton wouldn't have did that. You know, yeah. he, he wouldn't he have done he right. wouldn't have tarnished him. Whatever John Singleton put in there, it wouldn't have been a tarnishment of his name. Mm-hmm. And for him to bail out and Benny Boone to have to step in, it, it shows that uh, the direction of it didn't go to it actually being a biopic that, that gave you an understanding, but a biopic that was going to guarantee them money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When I tell you, we went and saw that at um, Cinemark on the Plaza. And... When I tell you, I was so geeked to go see that. It like I bought the tickets days in advance. You know, I had my Tupac shirt on and everything. I was in there, and he hadn't even met Suge yet before I was like, "This is some bullshit. What am I watching?" And when we got done, we walked out, and I was just like, "Am I crazy or was that some bullshit?" And they was like, yeah, that was bad. It was like four of us. And we standing outside the doors in the lobby still. And I'm going off about how bad this shit was. And then it was people walking past. And there was like a couple of chicks that 
they came dressed like Tupac. So, you know, they was huge fans. So, I stopped them. I was like, did y'all like it? Like, am I tripping or did y'all like it? They was like, oh, it could have been better. But I'm going to like it regardless because I'm a Tupac fan. I said, I'm a Tupac fan too. But I could tell you if it's trash or not. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I just felt it was they, disrespectful. Yeah, they didn't grasp who, to me, they didn't really grasp who Tupac and they, was. And it's just because, and I don't know Tupac. Don't get me wrong. I've mm-hmm. never met that man a day in my motherfucking life. Right, right, right. But. From interviews from people that knew Pac from young to old, I'm mean, not old because he died at uh, twenty what twenty four. Mm-hmm. So like from young to twenty to to a twenty four year old man, the interviews about him and how up and down he was and how like he loved the world, but he knew you know the pros and cons and shit, and that's what I think that's what um uh they were trying to do. But they couldn't get it right because they just yeah. wanted to make it all about him being volatile. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's a difference him. between knowing what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. and knowing it's wrong uh, and, and making a difference about it than what they tried to uh, portray as Pac as somebody who was just clueless and, and wanted to break free. Right. And that was not and, Pac. And this is the crazy part about it because he laid out his life in a huge series of interviews. There is a movie that MTV produced called Tupac Resurrection. Yeah. And that is nothing but him telling his life in interviews. Y'all could have took that as a blueprint instead of taking all these creative liberties that they took, like, it's one thing to do a creative liberty. It's another thing to just flat out lie. Like when it got to the point where they did that performance and he was fucking performing Hail Mary, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me right now. I was so mad. Like I think I yelled that in the damn theater. I was so mad. And then they came up with all these excuses on why they did certain things. Like there was another thing, uh, Jada Pickett, came out and was like, this didn't happen, this didn't happen, yeah. that didn't happen. <laughs> and they was like, oh, well, we wanted, we, we know he never got a chance to tell you that, so we wanted to give him that, that opportunity. Quit doing it and then trying to say it's a, your creative liberty. Like, no, no, don't, don't recreate shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the real story was compelling in itself. Just tell the real story. And then on top of that, you gotta be a cold piece to tell a Cradle to the Grave movie good. Because there's so mm, much shit mm, in it. You mm. know what I'm saying? Just pick a time frame. You look right, boy. You just said a gem right there. Yeah. Like, just pick a time frame. Don't try to do it because it's so much shit. And they was just, they were just picking peeps bits and pieces of his life just throwing it in there in chronological order like it was a fucking newsreel and it was just like man Tupac deserved better than this it, it, it made him seem like he was uh, a, a, a firecracker just ready for the life of yeah. he was just gonna blow that's, yeah. that, that, that's, I, I didn't like that because I've, I've watched so many documentaries on how really um mentally adjusted he was but at the same time how mentally off he was because he knew what was going on. He knew he had the power to change it. But his thing was, instead of thinking more mentally, he thought with his heart. Mm-hmm. You know, and they didn't, I don't think they, uh, to me, they didn't do that. But we're going to move past that. We got to move. Because, right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
cousin got me thinking now though. I might I might write a letter to my count uh, my council member though. We need to do a podcast in the right. city, nigga. So many right. niggas in the city could be bought niggas. Okay. Like, and then that's another thing. I know we're gonna move on, but that's another thing. Y'all had a gym. Y'all had such a gym. In Demetrius Ship Jr. Oh, yeah, we, we not know. Right. No, no, we right. done. We done. Right. We done. Because that could be a whole nother discussion. Man. That could be a whole nother discussion. I I, I think he, oh, it's, oh, okay. It, I'm getting all pissed right. off um, all over again. Like, second one, uh, second, second movie, second movie. You got Wusai. I'm sorry, y'all. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Second movie is uh, the Michael Jackson biopic with Flex. Like, you know, like I told you it was two movies. <laughs> I didn't understand. Uh, oh, that movie was so funny to me when I was younger because um, they tried to put everything in there, like everything. Yeah. I think that is... But they picked okay. such a fucking... I mean, that if we're going to grade, if we gonna grade <laughs> Flex, uh, he is... A D-list celebrity at best. At best, yeah. even then, yeah. And for him to play everybody's idol, listen, I'm forever a Michael Jackson fan. Um, to this day, uh, as a grown man, I've been loving him ever since I was nothing, a little bitty kid. Like, oh my god, and I was born in '83, so nigga, Michael's been the shit my whole life until he died. I cried when Michael Jackson died. Sure you did. I was fucked up for a week. So, you know, even causing that controversy right there. Um, when I seen this little, I was like, man, why the fuck would they put Flex in this shit? This is Flex. This nigga don't have no type of acting chop to play Michael. <laughs> and the voice? Oh, we not going to get on the voice. Flex, oh, I love you, my nigga. Okay. Like, like, you know, you can you can say whatever you want. You can uh, judge me. You can cuss me out. But um, you really wasn't that much of a celebrity. You got your uh, uh, your little shows and all that shit. But you never you it, you you didn't have the actor chops to play him at that time, and that probably hindered your career. You think so? Yeah, because after I that, I don't I mean, think it hindered. I, I think it did. Because I, I mean, he got one on one after that. He did, and then and then nothing after that. He has never been in a movie again. Not even a made-for-TV movie. Because that movie sucked. Yeah, yeah. So I think that kind of killed your career, Flex. And that's that's bad. That was a a horrible... Like, there should have been so many people fired after that decision. Yeah. Because it was like... But it's just like... You can't win for losing with the whole Michael Jackson thing. Because if you get a black person to play him... It's like, what the fuck with this makeup? If you get a white person to play him, oh my God, Michael Jackson's black. Why are you getting a white person? So, it's like, you really can't win for losing. So, how about we just leave it alone? (laughs) That's what I was about to say. My thing is, Michael Jackson is such a Mm timepiece. We've all seen his life uh, on the camera. We don't need a biopic of Michael. But, you know, they put one out a few years ago. It was based off of a book, and it was... It wasn't a cradle to the grave, but um, it was like his life with his kids. And um, whoever they casted in it, I don't know the person's ethnicity, but it wasn't bad. 
And like the movie, the movie as a whole, I mean, there's worse. Obviously, the flex is worse. But it wasn't that great, but it wasn't bad. It just was like, okay. I just, I just don't, I, I don't think we need it. And if we're gonna do one of those movies, like um, um, Michael with his kids into his death mm-hmm. or something like that, it should be more of a um, a big budget movie like they did. Um, um, what's my, uh, what's what's the uh, the gangster's name? Uh, Al Capone. Remember when Tom Hardy played Al Capone when he had, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. like, do it like that. Make it a big motion picture. Mm-hmm. You know, because then you have all the liberties like they did Tupac. But it would have been different because it, it would have been something like, because, you know, Michael was everybody's, like, mm-hmm. regardless of what anybody want to say, at one point, everybody was a fan of Michael. Yeah. Yeah. So if you did it like that, you know what I'm saying, you would have, I don't care what the ethnicity of the guy was, because at the end of Mike's career, Mike could have been everybody. Mike could have been a Tiger Woods, Kablazer motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So they can have anybody playing, mm-hmm. but do it, but 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 do it big. Don't do it made yeah. for TV. Right. You know, I think Michael was way beyond that. Right. This is this is the God. You know what I'm saying? Before yeah. anybody, everybody has to bow down to Michael Jackson when it comes to uh, the level of music. You right. gotta bow down to Michael. Michael made everybody bow down, and you gotta respect him for it. And yeah. I think they just did him disrespectful. When they do any movie about him, it's made for TV. Um, but moving on. Yeah. My third biopic that is horrible is the biopic of one of my favorite people in the whole world, Nina Simone. <gasps> totally forgot about that one. Zoe Saldana. Yes. Destroyed. <laughs> yes. A beautiful beautiful mind and career and life of a queen. Yes. And for uh, Zoe, the beautiful person she is, to not even want to big up the the black in you, but try to play the blackest person. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That, that, That scorched the earth with with real timeless classic shit. Mm-hmm. This lady was a beautiful pianist, like classical genius pianist and a great songwriter. And for you to, to not even acknowledge the black that you got in you and try to play one of the most geniuses, genius black people ever uh, was a great disservice. Mm-hmm. Stupid bitch. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to call you a bitch because I don't like you, Zoe. You stupid bitch. Why did you do that? You could have, you you Duh. made the movie. You could have, you could have cast somebody so great. We could have had the lady from the walking. Miss Sean could have played Nina Simone and with your script, and it would have been beautiful. Cause it would have been a, a damn near replica. Of course, she wouldn't be singing because your ass didn't sing either. But it wouldn't have been no blackface and it wouldn't have been no controversy. Mm-hmm. And it would have been a quiet blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And you, and the only reason why it made any type of money is because of the controversy of you and your mixed feelings about who the fuck you is, lady. And it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. It was terrible. 
terrible. What killed me was the whole doubling down. Cause she she that mug was like dead on arrival because mm-hmm. of all the controversy. It was so and then the pictures that came out even before the out I mean the Yes, album, the, 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 the pictures of, yeah. ooh, of her black face. Yes. It was so insulting. Was, and and you're right, like she loved the skin that she was in. That was that was part of her identity. That was her purpose. She her whole it, it, oh my god! You watch not a documentary, Zoe. Yeah. She took because they tried to type uh, typecast her as um damn near slave for the piano, and she switched that so hard. So oh Zoe, yeah, you bitch. Right. <laughs> Just the the disrespect. The disrespect and the and it was again it was so insulting. Like I actually sat down and watched the movie, and like you said, had they had they casted it better, it wouldn't have been a bad movie. No, you know what I'm saying. But you you cannot take a a ambig- what a racially ambiguous person who don't even want to acknowledge the black in her race. And put her in blackface and an afro of a person that absolutely loved their skin, that used their used their skin to try to better other people to she love got taught their skin. Yeah, because she got taught it was wrong. Yeah, her husband even used to talk about her about her. Let's 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 get off of it because if you watched any documentary, the way Nina Simone was about her black skin is because everybody told her it was wrong. Mm-hmm. And for you to do what you did, man, it was, it, was, it was a great disservice to her. That was disrespectful. I, if I was if I was her family member, I would have tried to figure out a way to sue to not have that movie come out. Because yeah. that was so disrespectful and insulting. I've never seen anything so insulting. Yeah, that was wrong. As far man. as movies are concerned, you know. I was fucked up. Uh, yeah. that's, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was okay. My fourth one mm-hmm. is the Blind Side. Um, mm. If y'all don't know who what the Blind Side is, the Blind Side is about you know a uh, underprivileged uh, black man who went to the NFL. Uh, the reason why this is a terrible movie is because. As soon as you, as soon as it came out, you find you found out sixty percent of the whole movie was a fucking lie. It was just, um, it should have been about uh, the football player. Mm-hmm. They made it about the, uh, yeah. but they made it about the Karen of the movie who just happened to be um, Julia Roberts. No, that was. I mean, uh, uh, I'm looking at her. Uh, what the hell's her name? Speed lady. Yeah, uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah Bull, uh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Yeah. There you go. Sorry, Sandra Bullock. Uh, they made it all about how she took this kid from Skid Row for real and made him who he is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay. Which, from Tent City. <laughs> yeah, for real. It just made him seem like he wouldn't have been shit. Right. And it wasn't even that. Wasn't even a case. Come to find out, it wasn't even a case. Like. No, uh, true, truth. Yeah, he did live with them. Yeah, um, they did. They did raise him uh, uh, from from teenage to go to college. Uh, but 
a lot of it was all of the shit was just made up. He wasn't dumb. Yeah. You know. That made him seem like he was John Coffey. He didn't come from like some super, super abusive uh 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 family like they was trying to make where he couldn't read a fucking they didn't have time for him to read and fucking write. Like it it wasn't like it, it wasn't like that, man. And I'm I'm surprised that he um he let that go because it made him look like a simp. Mm. Uh, uh, that was terrible for me. Mm-hmm. Um, my fifth and final. Well, I got honorable mention, but my fifth and final. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. You might not like it. <laughs> I'm ready. Selma. Okay. I thought Selma was garbage. Why? Uh. I just thought the acting was terrible, basically. I didn't like any. I, I didn't like any of it. I just um. I didn't think Samuel uh should have been made. Like it was. It's, it's um. It's one of them things where if you're gonna um. If you're gonna talk about um, anything when especially when it comes to the civil rights movement, mm-hmm. like I understand you making a um. A uh a biopic about a man but not the situation. I thought it was about the situation and not the man. When you make a biopic? Oh no no no. The I thought we're talking about Selma. I'm thinking yeah. Selma is about the situation. It is. Man. That's what I'm saying when you but yeah. when you but it was based off of you know, you know, the the situation it was like you know, it was trying to make it like a a, a, a biopic for Martin Luther King. That's why and that's that's why I shoot it down. That's why I shoot uh Selma down. Because I'm like, if we're gonna do anything about Martin, because we all know about Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. If we're gonna do anything about him, we gotta do everything. The good, the bad, the ugly. They kinda touched on the bad and the ugly. Yeah, they gotta do it more. They, they <laughs> but I do feel it like they more. didn't because the movie was about the situation and not the men. If we get an MLK movie, maybe they will Go into more depth. That's that. probably why I didn't like it because I wish that. I mean, it, I, I probably would have. I probably would have been it with the impression that it was going to be about Martin. Luther I did. Like I, I thought it was going to be more about. I thought we was going to hear more about Martin. Yeah. And, you See, know. I went into it knowing that it was about the situation. I didn't think that we was going to get as much Martin Luther King as we did when I went into it. So I was surprised that we got as much as we did, but then. It made sense why we got as much as we did because I mean he's the face, you know. Exactly. So, yeah. but I I went into it like that, so maybe that's the reason why you was thrown off. Yeah, because I, I think maybe if they made a Martin Luther King biopic first, and they then had, made a cinema, they had TV made for TV movies. We need TV a we need first. a big budget. Yeah, we need a big budget. Yeah. Like you can't do made for TV and then just throw out, spend all your money on a big situation. Mm-hmm. If that's the case. Rosa Parks should have had a big ass movie about the bus situation. Mm-hmm. Should have been had it instead of made for TV. Yeah. Angela Bassett playing her from sixteen to seventy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, let's not forget right. that. Yeah. That, that was a great <laughs> biopic, though. By the way. Yeah, what man? Angela played four years old to fifty nine thousand <laughs> years old. You know, she's Rosa. been in a lot of biopics. Yeah. yeah, she's the queen of biopics. She's the queen of biopics. Yeah. Only reason why they won't let her do it now is because she's 79 and she <laughs> but she looks 40. But she looks 40. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's the only reason. 
I think she can still do it. I think she got one, one more in her. She got one more as middle age, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she it. she's done. A, I, we could we could do a good list of how many bodies yeah, she's, she's done. Yeah, she's got the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's got the stuff, yeah. man. Like, shout out to Angela Bassett. She is dope. Yeah. Um, my honorable mention. Mm-hmm. There's so many I want to uh, name as an honorable mention, but um, uh, I'm a. Uh, I'm gonna throw one that y'all. Uh, it was made for TV, uh, and it was <laughs> the Menendez brothers from Lifetime. That <laughs> 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 was the most terrible. <laughs> they made okay. their parents seem like fucking narcissists, uh, dominatrix, crazy motherfuckers. Like, do oh remember, my god! Do you remember the? Uh, what's it called? From Fox back when they were still doing. The I do remember stuff. the one yeah. from Fox. That was even terrible than the other one. Which one was worse? Uh, I think the one from uh, cause the one from Fox, I uh, is when they actually like really showed them to like getting the, the shit beat out of them as grown men by their parents. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. how they was basing it on. Either way, the Menendez Bob was fucked up. <laughs> but the one on Fox, yeah, I do remember because that was the one that was like the reason why they killed him was because they was getting abused, yeah. grown, like yeah. nigga. They was getting abused mentally, physically, yeah. sexually, like they was. Yeah, they made it seem like they. They, they, they made up. it seem like they mama and daddy was freaky Jason on me. Yeah, yeah, they did. And I remember the scene where the daddy pulled out the son's hair and. Oh, this was a crazy shit. I was like, man, that didn't, you niggas just wanted fucking money and y'all killed y'all parents. Let's keep it real. Damn, do you feel, do you believe their story about being abused like that? No. You don't? No. Yeah. And the only reason why I say no is because, uh, and not to downplay it, because if it is, I am so sorry to Men- Menendez brothers, mm-hmm. but if you went through that much abuse from a childhood to a grown person, it wouldn't. It didn't. Nobody see the signs. Mm-hmm. It'd have been a difference if a lot of people came out like, no, 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 no. It was something weird about that house. Then I would have yeah. had sympathy for them. Everybody couldn't nobody. believe what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody came out. Everybody was like, they did what? So it wasn't the parents playing the game. It was the kids playing the game. And they thought they was gonna they was gonna get away with this story of abuse. And ain't they still in jail to this yeah, day? Yeah, they still in jail. They ain't got married in jail and everything. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bad one. <laughs> There's so many you can add to this list. Oh, hopefully we won't add the Wendy Williams story to the list because you know that premieres tonight. It, hold on, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, we, we could add Tom Pepper. You think so? Okay, well, let's go on over to that now. <laughs> salt and pepper is here. Salt, 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 and pepper. First of all, let me ask you a question. Because it's salt and pepper, right? Yeah. And they was executive producers of this, right? Yeah. Why couldn't they play their original music? They probably don't own it. Oh. Uh... Yeah. And it probably costs too much, or to they this probably day? Just... how you not get your masters to this day? Hey, y'all went not... through a lot of money. Yeah, 
Yeah. And y'all didn't think about that? Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of things to that. It's a lot of things. Um, the person that owned it probably just told them flat out no, or they probably asked for too much money and that was blowing their budget, you know. Um, I know they still can perform the song. Because, well, like, how can you still perform it and you don't own it? Like, you still got to pay these people a percentage yeah. to but, this day. But maybe, maybe with the, um, maybe it just blew the budget. You know maybe. what I'm saying? Maybe. But they, they, they should be able to own their masters by then. But uh, please, Salt and Peppers, own your masters before y'all die. But let's just Because McDonald's didn't use y'all shit. Uh, yeah. Target didn't use y'all. Y'all should have had so much money. But let's just be fair. Like, some of them songs, especially from the beginning, they didn't write. They didn't. Herbie wrote. Yeah. So what if he's the one that owns the masters? Would you still be like, oh, I got on your masters? Nah, if that's the case, it, you know what? I'm sorry. Even thinking of it that way. If Herbie wrote them songs and he ain't giving them songs up, fuck you, Tom Pepper. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I wouldn't give them songs up either. Right. I'd yeah. be like, bitch, what are you talking about? McDonald's yeah. is offering me $5 million for a sample. <laughs> and you want to play it at Ricky Snally's show? About to, bitch, you want to go, you want to do what? You want to do that shit at Jack Stack? <laughs> you better suck the back of this dick. Get off my phone. <laughs> so, 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 I'm right there tonight. What <laughs> fuck is you talking about, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Harvey Love Bug, man. Right. <laughs> give, me a, give me a kiss. Better make it fast or else I'm gonna get pissed. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so... Hey, them dude performing them songs was so trash. <laughs> so, did, you didn't like... Overall, you didn't like it? No, overall, I didn't overall. like it. it um, you know... <clears throat> they did drop dope jewels, though. Yes. I yes. will say that. Yes. The Jews, they uh, I I, I love that um, that kid and plays the one that uh, that, uh, that came up with their logo. That is so that dope was dope. Yeah, um, that was dope. For them to all work, because I remember Martin talking about how he used to work at Sears, but for everybody to work yeah. at Sears, that was a jewel. Kid and play. I knew about Salt Martin and Pepper and working Pepper. at Sears together. I didn't know about everybody else, so that was dope. And I knew that they went to college together yeah yeah but yeah with everybody else i didn't know so i was like dang er so everybody got a job at sears huh? yeah. you know so that was dope um and, and that was a great jewel mc hammer's brother teaching uh uh pepper. pepper the game yeah that was a jewel that was dope because i didn't know that yeah. i didn't know that was the reason why because they they did when it's all said and done they really did in the 90s start making good money yes 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 they start yeah. making good and money. And you can tell, you can tell, um, if you actually listen to their songs, you can tell the difference from when Herb was writing and when they started writing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you can definitely tell. Um, you know, I wasn't mad until they just started rushing through everything. They rushed through the whole thing. The beginning part, Yes, like I knew about the whole hair situation, like with uh, Pepper burning her hair. Mm -hmm. I knew about that, and I knew that's how that hairstyle came about. But um, they spent so much time on the beginning. 
And they did the beginning at a good pace. And I appreciated that. You know, um, it just, it was more, it's a whole lot more to it that they did not put in that movie. And that's the part that sucks when you try to do like this big time frame for a two hour movie with commercials. It should have been, um, they, they, they should have temptation that thing. It should have been a three day event. Mm -hmm. You would have, we would have respected it more. Yeah. Like we would have hated the Temptations if they did the Temptations in two hours. They wait, hold on. The Temptations wasn't just a movie. And the Temptations was what three days. It was it was it, they they played. Uh, no, I take that back. It wasn't the Temptations. I'm sorry. It was the Jacksons. Yes, and that's why the Jacksons is like yeah. upper echelon yeah. because they did a three day. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm period. sorry, y'all. That's all I, I, on. The yeah, Temptations was, was a movie, it was, it but was, they did the good. They did. Excuse me. They did good by the Temptations. Yeah, they did good. By you know what I'm saying? Um. Yeah, but yeah, the Jacks. If they would have did it like the Jacksons and made it a three day event, I wouldn't have been mad at it. Because you know, Salt and Pepper is uh, monumental. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I wouldn't have been mad at that at all. And plus, it was so, it's so much. And then on top of that, they just made it seem like uh, Spinderella was just like dispensable. Yeah, and I, 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 that's the that's the the uh, salt to me. Uh, yeah. Well, not not salt and pepper per se, but I'm saying it's just salt in the game. Um, like we know y'all going through y'all shit. Yeah, we we, we know y'all got you know, uh, up and down problems and money and all that. But uh, Spinderella was, was was relevant for y'all for um, the ma- the majority of your success. Spinderella was there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, y'all y'all, y'all did have. A couple of local hits or, or regional hits. Like, I think, what, two regional hits? Yeah, the first album. Yeah. Without but, her. Yeah, yeah but Spender, this version of Spinderella was there for y'all real big success. And y'all right. should have, y'all, y'all, y'all it, it, that was really disrespectful for yeah. y'all not to do that. And knowing that, that, that Spinderella actually helped y'all write uh, Swoop. Soup, uh, 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 shoot, and y'all, um, y'all downplayed it like it was all Pepper's idea, man. It was very disrespectful to me. Yeah, yeah. And then, quiet as it as it's kept, a lot of people feel like she killed them on what a man. And low key, low key, she did. Yeah, low key, she did. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I didn't think about it until. I started seeing other people say it, and I'm like, you know what? She do got the best verse. You know? And it came out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Because you're so used to seeing her and not hearing her. And she you got know? promised the album that they didn't, they emphasized on, but they didn't even own. Because they tried to cram it. They didn't even emphasize on how Spinderella couldn't even come out because y'all wasn't paying attention to y'all album, and y'all album did so terrible that the label wouldn't even let Spinderella do her album. Because mm. mm. she was promised the album. Wow. And I know this. Um, and Spinderella ain't even said this yet. But I know this from uh it was a oh it was a long time. I, I, I can't I, I don't remember the name of the documentary, so I can't tell y'all. But I remember um uh it was uh talking about uh bad deals mm-hmm. and um they were saying how uh Spinderella couldn't get her shit off. Couldn't uh, wasn't able to do our album because of the whole 
Um, and then uh, Salt and Pepper's album didn't push numbers like it uh, wanted to. Which album? They uh uh the, the uh, after uh the uh after very necessary. Yeah, after very necessary. When they when they had all uh majority rights of uh, uh they they wrote mm-hmm. they wrote every when they wrote a hundred percent of it it yeah. flopped. Yeah. That they had that song. My mic sound nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that album didn't do good, especially just period. Not even just on salt and pepper level. It didn't do good. Period. Um. Yeah, yeah. I think I was I was waiting to see uh <laughs> funny, but I was waiting to see Kirk Franklin. <laughs> I was like, who gonna play Kirk Franklin? Cause that was such a huge song. Like, I just knew that song was gonna get some play. They just they act like that shit didn't even exist. Yeah, they threw that shit away. Cause that was part of when she sw- when Salt switched over to gospel. Yeah, it you was. know what I'm saying? That was, was like the jump off right there. So the fact that she just switched over to gospel without no jump off. We not even gonna give Kirk Franklin props for stuff like that. No, they ain't have no time to do that. They ain't had no time to do shit. Um, then they didn't talk about the reality show. They did like two seasons of a reality show, which which documented the turmoil between them two. You know what I'm saying? Like well, it was so many rewrites because uh, uh remember uh they was trying to come out with this movie a couple years ago. Uh, and Trench, uh, Trench, uh, stopped it from Naughty by Nature mm-hmm. because I would have. It was it was trying to say that he was abusive, mm-hmm. and like um, I remember his uh, interview with the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. um, and how he was explaining like I ain't you know whatever she feel like I did you know I mean that's her opinion but the truth don't need no support for real like mm-hmm. you know let the lawyers deal with it. I got her whole family on my side. Like, so if her family's on my side, that just tells you how much of a, you know what I'm saying, of a, a attention grabber she is. She's just yeah. doing it for attention. Like, and he yeah. didn't want to downplay her. Right. He didn't or disrespect her. Like, he, he yeah. never, would. only thing he did brought, bring up was, because she was trying to say they got divorced because he was abuse. He was abusive. And he, you know what I'm saying, he was like, I got receipts. On the whole, you know, uh, we used to have threesomes. It was a it was a motherfucker that they was always having a threesome with, and then you decide to fuck her by yourself. That's not a threesome no more. That's cheating, and that's why we had a divorce oh, because wow. we supposed to have a union. Now, if you if if she would have did that with telling him, it probably would have been a different story. Mm-hmm. But for me to have to find y'all sneaking fucking, that's cheating. Yeah, and we can't have this. And you know. And as him, and you know, not saying he's a, a, a male chauvinist or none of that shit, but I know he's definitely about, you know, him running his household. Mm-hmm. That would have been totally, I, I agree, that's totally disrespect. That's, yeah. You got you to gotta go. Yeah. I'm, I'm not not that he got that. angry, they, you know, because you know, they had to rewrite a lot because they, I guess his lawyers ate all that shit up. Yeah. Because, you know, she had a lot of scenes where he, uh, I remember he was saying that he had a scene where he she uh, he beat her up in a bathroom or a bedroom, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Nigga, I ain't never did." Ask her son, I ain't never touched that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I peek in every now and again on growing up hip hop, and 
over the years, he has started to come on the show and stuff like that. And they've been in the same place together and stuff like that, acting normal. So I just, I never thought that it was turmoil. You know what I'm saying? Which, I mean, the average person looking at it ain't supposed to know. Right. You know, so it just, it just was... The way that the movie was progressing, I just knew we was gonna get a scene where he whooped her ass. I was way I was yeah. like, oh, I can't wait for this nigga to sue her. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> if I was if I was him, I would have tried to stop it too. I'm, I'm not mad at him for that. Nah, you're not supposed to because you're not gonna put that song on my name like that. Nigga. Right, like I'm a public figure just like you, yeah. especially in the climate of today. Yeah, you ain't putting you that jacket on me, man. So yeah, I definitely. She definitely tried to make him uh, wear that I beat women jacket. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I had went back and binged a couple of seasons of Growing Up Hip Hop, and I saw that there was a point on there where her book, her book was already out, had been out, but her daughter never uh, read it, and there was a part of the, that was a part of their storyline. And so... They ended up, she ended up having a niece to come live with them that ended up being on the show. And the niece had read it, and the daughter went to the niece and was like, Can you please get me this book? Like, she begged her to get her that book. She got her that book, she read the book. Then she confronted her with what she said about her dad in the book. And so then that became a whole story on in itself. But she already like trashed his name in the book from what I gathered from the way it played out on that show. So it was so I mean I was just waiting for that shit to happen, especially how it was progressing to that, you know. So I don't know. But fun fact, did and did you know they got married in Kansas City at a tattoo shop? I did not know they got married in Kansas City at a tattoo shop. Yeah. Yeah. I think around the time when I was binging growing up hip hop, I Googled it and I saw they got married here at a tattoo shop. What tattoo shop is that? I forgot. Yeah, I have to look it back up. But yeah, they got married here at a tattoo shop. I was single-handedly got my tattoo shop running. Yeah. I, I would have so many damn pictures of the <laughs> wedding. <laughs> right? Ooh, I did, because you know they got their rings tatted on them. Yeah. Did they do that in the city? I don't know. I don't know. That's hard. Oh. Hello, Ben. What's up, Ben? Yeah. You still in lockdown? Yeah. Hey, Germany ain't playing, no, dog. We're not. Well, I'm glad y'all staying safe, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, popcorn bags. Who? <laughs> Two and a half popcorn Two bags. Two and a half? Okay. Um, I'll probably give it the same. Two and a half. Just because of the way they accelerated the end, and there was a lot of stuff that I feel like was important, they mm-hmm. didn't put on there. Um, but yeah, but that's how we feel about salt and pepper biopic. Uh, yeah. So. And, and then the bulimia thing. Yeah, they glossed over that, and then I saw in an interview that I think she the interview that they did on uh, Wendy Williams promoting the movie. She wanted. She wanted that in the movie so that, you know, she could be a voice to people, to black women going through that and stuff. 
and they kind of glossed over that. They didn't really talk about how she overcame it or anything like that. Nah, like, just, they just showed her stuffing her face with chicken nuggets. That's what like, like, it didn't, <laughs> you know, I, I, I mean, watching it, I got it like, okay, so she was, she's eating and throwing up. But at first, it just looked like she was a, a stress kid. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it looked like. Yeah. It just made That's her exactly seem like a stress kid. Like, exactly what it looked like. Yeah. I, um, yeah. And then, the whole throwing up, I could see you being overwhelmed to the point where you throw up. Yeah. Yeah. It it didn't look like, well, I mean, not that I'm an expert on bulimia, but it didn't look like it was bulimia. No, it didn't. From, from you know, all the, the made-for-TV movies and the teen movies and the after-school specials we watched, mm-hmm. it did not remind me of any type of bulimia. You were just a stress eater, just like uh, somebody who... Uh, but it's only an alcoholic when they stressed out. That's what they you you drink so much that you do throw up. You eat yeah. so much that you do throw up. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't it wouldn't emphasize it wouldn't put in perspective that this was actually a disorder that you're going through. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I, I feel like, you know, she fucked herself up not trying to explain that more. Yeah. Right, right. Cause it only happened when certain things happened. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, let's go out to eat. Okay, I'm gonna go to the bathroom right there. Yeah. Like it wasn't <laughs> Because if you was an extreme bulimic, these are the things that would have been triggers for you. Mm-hmm. You know. So it, it should have been like that your movie should have been three days long. Yeah. Let's just say that. Yeah, it should have been a mini series. That's why you only got two and a half. You, yeah. If if you if even if you stretched it a day, I would have I, I would have respected it. Mm-hmm. Moving two, on, or part Moving one, part two. Yeah. So two and a half, two and a half. Yeah. Basically, it's garbage. <laughs> I wouldn't go as far as to say it's garbage. It's it just garbage. then the ending was garbage to me too. But that's how, that's how Lifetime do. Yeah. Because they did that with Miss Chalet. Yeah. Oh yeah, Survivor Compton. Yeah. That should have been an honorable mention on uh <laughs> terrible ball because that just made me Miss Chalet. You was a whore. <laughs> I did. I'm not gonna say that. I am. I'm not gonna say it should have been on the list of terrible ball picks. Yes, it should have. You are a whore. I don't think she was a whore. And you made a whore movie. I don't think she was a whore. You don't think so? No. She All fucked the, everybody. She did not fuck everybody. She fucked Suge and, and Dre. Dre. That's not everybody. How are you fucking Suge and Dre? Not at the same time. So you mean to tell me? Because, you know, you caught up in the movie. <laughs> so you mean to tell me? Okay. That you don't think she was fucking Suge and Dre at the same time? I don't think so. Oh, you is lying to yourself. <laughs> I don't. I don't. She was a whore. She was a natural whore. And the only reason why I say she was a natural whore because only natural whores fuck your homeboy or your enemy. (laughs) On my end, I don't think she was wrong. Now y'all might think she wrong on the men's end, but I don't think she was wrong. So you telling me? This nigga whooped her ass, and I mean not whooped her ass, but whizzed her ass. Shout out to Martin. And you mean to tell me she's still supposed to be loyal and have some type of integrity? Oh, I'm not gonna fuck his his business partner. But you fuck my boss or my business partner. Only natural whores fuck your friends or your enemy. Man, look, 
You whoop my ass just because you come home drunk. So I fuck your best friend. I'll fuck your daddy. Fuck you. Also, you hurt her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you hurt her. For real. Like, that's some bullshit. You whoop my ass for years. And I'm still supposed to be like, no, I'm not, I'm not, gonna, I'm still loyal. I'm not. No, gonna, I ain't saying no. you gotta be. No. It, I ain't saying you gotta no. be. The gloves are motherfucking off. I'm fucking whoever I want to, regardless of who they are to you. You oh shouldn't have beat my God. ass out of years. You shouldn't have beat my ass out of years. You ain't supposed to do that. That's okay. No. I ain't saying it is. No. No. That ain't okay. Oh my God. But my homeboy? Man, yo, daddy. I my don't care. daddy. I don't care. You didn't care. You didn't care to put them black eyes in my face. You didn't care to fuck me up to where I had to wear pounds and pounds of makeup out in public. You didn't care. You didn't care to fuck all these bitches while I'm at home with your kid. Right. But I'm supposed to care to not fuck your business partner? Right. Fuck you. Stuck your mouth talking ass into a uh, <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> snuff your motherfucking ass out. Hey, man, listen. Man, I understand look. what you're saying. Like, I ain't telling you she's supposed to be loyal. I ain't saying none of that. But damn, like no, that's her. That like, cool. like, okay. I that mean, not I, cool. I'm not. I'm not condoning abuse, my nigga. I'm not. I'm not saying mm-hmm. he just slapped her around a little. Like, I'm not <laughs> saying that. No, I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> I'm saying leave. Yeah. Don't do nothing because. But it's that's easier said. That's it. We not we not about to sit up here and act like that's just easy to do. I, I ain't not. saying it's easy. Trust me, I'm not saying it's yeah. easy. And when I say leave, I'm not I'm not saying like you know just get up pack your shit do whatever. You if if you gonna do whatever you do, do it outside. Like even the, the Nicole Simpson had the 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 smartness about her to fuck the waiter, even though that was crazy. <laughs> like. She Bitch, put, don't fuck she the waiter. Fuck you know what I'm saying? Like, don't fuck the waiter, fucking boss. But she what I'm saying is, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you don't get that fucking close. Oh no. man, she better be glad that um, Drake ain't one of them people that just throw his fucking life away. Because I know niggas that you know what I'm saying would have killed her, the nigga, and himself. Yeah. You that's know, true. It's, it's, that's it's true. Just one that shit don't make it right either. I ain't, say, I ain't saying none of that. I'm, I, I ain't saying two wrongs make it right. I ain't saying he yeah. was right. I ain't saying she was right. What I'm saying is. But three lefts make it right. Whoa. <laughs> Listen. Because I knew you was about to go there. <laughs> Listen. Relax. <laughs> we need you relax. And not fuck that nigga's home. <laughs> If I fuck, Liz, Liz, look at the circumstance. Like, look at the the nigga homeboy. No, I have not. But look at this circumstance. They was on Ruthless together. That was her producer. All that. When the shit went down at Ruthless, he went and started Death Row. She followed him at Death Row. This is his business partner. She's in. She's in the building with him. She probably ain't seeing too much of nothing. She getting close to Suge and all this kind of stuff. The shit with her and Dre is done. Now she's still now she's still working. Like she she ain't really doing too much outside to be trying to meet no other people. This is before social media and in, and all of that shit. So it ain't like she could just get on her phone and try to meet somebody online or nothing like that. That's not happening at all. She's get growing close to this person. This man then fucked me over. 
three ways south. So fuck but him and everything. I don't care. It don't matter. I'm starting to starting to build a relationship with this man. This man is basically telling me everything I need to hear. Then let's not let's not negate the fact that this lady has horrible self esteem issues too. You know what I'm saying? Even though she's a very beautiful woman on the outside. Yeah, she's been a whore since a long time. Anyway. Because she was self-conscious. So, most most whores are self-conscious growing up, though. Anyway, she's building this relationship with this man. Now it's turning into something romantic. And she's thinking that this could be it. Like, she thought they was fucking married. She didn't know that the paperwork wasn't turned in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But she thought they was married. Like, they had a life. They They had a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can see how that transition can happen. Now, whether you think it's right, wrong, or indifferent, I can see how it happens. I understand it. But I definitely condone it. No, no, listen. Because at this point, I'm not caring about how you may think it looks because you my first kid's dad, but look at how you treated me. He didn't even give a damn to where he didn't even acknowledge that she was in existence in their movie. She didn't even acknowledge, he didn't even acknowledge that he had a kid that was portrayed in the movie. So why do I give a fuck about anything that you got going on? You been showed me that you didn't give a fuck about me. So yes, your business partner is now my husband. Do something. Okay. Um, <laughs> I said this in the podcast before. Um, I'm all in to uh, if you find out, you know, uh, a bitch is uh, a, a, a bitch is uh, whacking out here like that. If she throw if if if, if one of these bitches, one of these or one of your homeboys bitches throw you some pussy, you supposed to take that pussy, but then tell your homeboy. I'm not into. Um, Catching your homeboy's pussy and then trying to wipe it. I just think that shit is fucking wax house. You know, I think Suge was wax for that. I think Michelle was wax for that. You know. But the thing is, is that. I get the abuse. There's no. He. Dre did not have no loyalty when it came to Michelle. To the kids, to the uh, physical abuse, to all of that. He didn't show no loyalty to her. Okay. And that's so cool. why do you feel but she that? She should have shown loyalty to Drake. Okay, but that that ain't got nothing to do with me. If this man is trying to fuck with me and I'm trying to fuck with this man, just fucked that's me, on like, him. It would have been, been like, if he would have fucked me, she like, and then told Drake, like, hey, boy, you bitch. Yeah. But we I don't but we still don't know the time frame in regards to was this before or after Dre and Shug fell out? Was this before and after before or after uh I can guarantee you one of the reasons why they created. fell out is because he probably, found out he was she he was fucking me so like I could I could see that happening. I could see that happening too. Because um, it was too much the money way, on the table. They was damn near worth the, uh, half a million. But remember, Suge was screwing all the Death Row artists over. They didn't have no money for real. So, but Death Row itself it, was worth a half a billion. Yeah. But remember, Dre left Death Row and started Aftermath with nothing. With nothing. 
Because so, he didn't want to go through that. It that, probably that mainly. Leg- it pro- that probably was just the icing on the cake. He didn't want to go through the legal shit. war with that shit. Yeah, but I'm just saying it probably was just the icing on the cake to Michelle A shit. It that was that was and another thing type of situation. Another right. <laughs> but it probably was Ain't mainly fucking my wife. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my wife now, Nick. <laughs> and so, that's my cue. So. Right. <laughs> but I'm I'm sure it was mainly the business. You know, but yeah. Ain't it, like I'm not about to be like, oh, I'm not going to mess with you because you're my baby daddy slash ex-boyfriend's business partner, old business partner. Ain't it from her now, yeah. I'm not about to do that, especially, like, it'd be different if they, no, especially if they left on bad terms. It'd be one thing if y'all left, okay, we fell out of love, we're still cool, but we can't be in a relationship no more. That's one thing. But that situation, absolutely not. Mm-mm. I don't care. Do something. You don't want box? <laughs> but listen. <laughs> so we we know right now Lindsay is an advocate <laughs> for, for for women fucking uh uh they ex is homeboy. I don't I I'm not gonna say all that. I'm just she saying. She condones it. I understand. And I will condone go. it under the right circumstance. I ain't saying it's right. But I understand. I understand. So, it's be a lesson. <laughs> to some of you niggas that used to fuck with Lindsay. Oh, And, well. and then did her did, and did her wrong. Now, I won't do that. Like Don't let any- one of your homeboys catch you in the streets. No. No. No, because anybody I ever mess with, I, I probably like, ain't. You, you know class? I probably wouldn't even class find that homeboy attractive. Yeah. No. I probably wouldn't even find that homeboy attractive. So. My exes ain't got to worry about that. But I ain't had nobody fuck me up like how Dre was fucking up Michelle A either. So ain't no, I might do it out of spite if something like that were to occur. I'm glad you didn't hit her in the mouth. She didn't fuck your daddy. Oh, wow. She's straight up pimp. <laughs> Not I'm a pimp, really. Really? Wow. Anyway, let's move on because that wasn't on the list. <laughs> that wasn't on the list. That was just, that was just a rant. Right. <laughs> okay. okay. So let's get on uh, um, <coughs> another movie um, that's, that's been trending now. Uh, Cutthroat City. <laughs> Cutthroat City came out in the beginning of last year, I think, where it just started huh. getting a lot of traction now. Sidebar. Mm-hmm. Every time somebody says Cutthroat City, I want to say Cutthroat Committee. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Mike Dragon. Right. <laughs> Way up in Kansas City. That's the homeboy. A uncle, a daddy, I don't give a damn. If you fuck fuck me over, like how Michelle A fuck or like how Dr. J fuck Michelle A over. Yeah. Ooh. No. But we we're, we're gonna move on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cut those city. <laughs> how did you like that movie? You know, <clears throat> I wasn't mad at it. I wasn't mad. 
It's on Netflix, by the way. Yes, it is on Netflix. Um, RZA directed it. Uh, it does have Demetrius Schiff Jr., Shamik Moore, T.I. They're all in it. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't mad at it until the end. Like the ending, I was like, "Wait, what?" Y'all didn't get it. It was confusing as fuck. Yeah, I had to like Google it. Oh yeah, he says that movie had the worst accents ever. It really. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I had this conversation with somebody the other day in regards to the accent. Well, it was in regards to Ti with the accent. Because I can't 100% say that T.I. is a good actor, given the fact that it doesn't matter what he plays in, he sounds like a nigga from Atlanta. Yes. Even when he was in Roots, he sounded like a nigga from Atlanta. Even when he was in... uh, 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 Get Hard? Yeah, like, all that shit. Um, Oh, it was was Glenn. I was talking to Glenn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah yeah he everything he everything he's been in he just sounds like an Atlanta nigga yeah yeah and that's why I can't 100% say oh he's a good actor because I feel like especially with uh, inner t- uh, um, a musical artist that turns to be an actor you're a good actor in my eyes if I forget that you're a musical artist mm-hmm. like Eminem in 8 Mile I forgot he was Eminem you know what I'm saying? And <clears throat> as much as I love Mary J. Blige, I can't 100% give her that, even though she's been nominated for an Oscar. I can't 100% give her that because she sounds like Mary J. Blige. And Glenn, that's what it was. That's the movie. Takers. He was such a nigga from Atlanta and Takers. Yes. 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 He, de- he definitely was. Um... <clears throat> Every movie he's in, like, get hard. He was supposed to be straight out of Compton. He sounded like a nigga from Atlanta. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it don't matter what he's in. He sounds like a nigga from Atlanta. I'm he like, he sounds like a broke nigga from Atlanta and Ant-Man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It don't, it don't matter what he's in. He sounds like a nigga from Atlanta. But he got, uh, he got acting, um, he got potential. Accolades. Yeah. So, you know, he got potential. We, we just need that. to get with a dialect coach. If he can get with a dialect coach, then that problem, I feel like, can be solved. Uh, whoever was the, the makeup artist that did that, that bit the light on his face <laughs> needs to never have a job in Hollywood. Man, the first time I saw it, I was like, he got some shit on his face. Why don't they just shit wipe on it off? Lip, got some shit on right. His <laughs> right. <laughs> like, why are they just not wiping his face? Like, I don't understand. Who's your daddy, nigga? Yeah. Cow? <laughs> <laughs> That nigga, was half, so nigga half stood out this motherfucker. That was the worst vitiligo job. Yeah. And it was distracting from the story. Well, that's why I was like, what was the point of that? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like just like in John Henry with um, Ludacris's jaw, I feel like it was as ridiculous as that. I, I, I'm not going to give it that because that was so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I said, what the fuck? <laughs> John Henry shot you in the mouth and he became a kingpin with a government. Suck my dick. Yeah, but at least that had a story. But it the veil the John Henry should have never been married. At all. But the whole vitilite like I don't even see the point behind it. 
Because it wasn't like this was like based on they a didn't true need story. It. I would have respected like Cutting Cash more if, if that wasn't a, a a fucking thing about it. Like, yeah, make sure you put the make sure you put the blotches on the nigga face. Those are bruises from his from his little flip beat. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. Lil Flip was scared to death of T.I. too. Right. They did have a fight too. But anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like. I did like Terrence Howard in the movie. You did? I did. Yeah. I like I, I liked his character. Yeah. And he um. He it, it was it was a breath of fresh air. Um, from the last time I seen him, he was Lucius or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, say, all right, yeah. I, I, I can, I can expect you from being a sincere OG drug, you know what I'm saying, Della? Like, you know, mm-hmm. he was believable. Yeah, he was believable as a nigga that really dealt with the undercover cops. Really, you know what I'm saying? Really had to deal with all the crooked shit going on and still remain, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, the, the head honcho because the head honcho was was rarely seen and the head honcho does every he gets his hands dirty so i think i i, I thought that made sense mm-hmm. yeah because all that controversy that was going on and it was because he was hands off and the minute they asked him to be on there he didn't get a bunch of niggas he did it himself he did it himself that was right. dope that, mm-hmm. that's that that's real respectable cause yeah and any um anybody that know what i'm saying that that knew any type of nigga that thought that was a thug, they did that shit on their own. Mm-hmm. They didn't go get a bunch of niggas for that. Shit. Right, right. Remember that Naughty My Nature song, Dirt All By My Lonely? Yeah, Dirt yeah. All By My Lonely. That's the truth, though. If yeah. I'm off this nigga, I don't need a hundred people here. Right. I just need him. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, I like the story um, up until the end is. Cause I mean, and then another thing with the accent situation, it was like only thing that they took from a New Orleans person and the way they talk is them saying you heard me. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. nobody else even tried to attempt to have a New Orleans accent. But yeah. And then Demetrius Ship sounded like Tupac in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, all right, calm down, Tupac. All right, we get it. But um, that was my only beef with the story, like the vitiligo, the accent, up until the end. When that ending came, I was like, hold on, like I had to Google that ending, explain to try to explain, and then. They just explained what I saw. They didn't explain what I saw. That yeah, I know. I still don't get the ending. I, I didn't Google it. I was just like, is, 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 did we get two versions of an ending? And did you watch the post credit? Yeah. Thing? Yeah. So, what I assume, spoiler alert, what I assume is, because remember at the very beginning, they did the um, comic book. They were reading mm-hmm. the comic book. What I'm assuming is, is that at the end, uh, he turned, I mean, he made another comic. And that ending was the story that he put in the comic. But why? But 
Because he was a comic book artist. No, no, I no, I ain't saying that. I'm oh, saying mm-hmm. why put that ending in there and then shoot back to another ending? Like, what sense does that make? Well, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, they literally threw two endings together. Like, this mm-hmm. can happen and this can happen. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck it. We're going to shoot both of them and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's the only thing I can think of is that all the way up into that part, excuse me, is what really happened. But that ending part is the way, excuse me, is the way that he flipped it when he wrote the comic book. The niggas dying. Yeah, that they died in the comic book. So, that's the only thing, especially when at the very, in the post credit when they shot, when we saw Tupac, quote unquote, there, I was like, okay, they really didn't die. So this legit was, that was the ending for the comic book. It just, the way that it was executed wasn't clear. Yeah, they could have. They could. And did this that is way my better. assumption of how how that worked out. Hopefully, because they could have did that way. Yeah. Better, I, I like, feel what? like I liked it all the way until the end. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like I liked it until the end too. And yeah, it was. I didn't give a fuck about the accents or none of that. I thought that it was annoying. Part of it was that was like, annoying. Cool. Yeah. The thing that I did that um that did fuck me up mm-hmm. was like. Uh, when them niggas was at their brokest, they was the dopest looking robbers you ever seen in your life. They were so coordinated. And they... <laughs> I was like, nigga, they, how the fuck are y'all the best dressed robbers I've ever seen yeah. in a movie? They was the best dressed. They didn't look like they was affected by Katrina at all. Oh. <laughs> Especially for this to be so heavy on the on the Katrina. Like it started off with it. It started off being like that. Yeah. But once they got into some real robbery shit, I'm like, nigga, where are y'all buying these clothes at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. 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 It um, you know, would you recommend it? I would. I would yeah. recommend Cutthroat Six. Yeah, but, I would recommend um, it as well. It's just be prepared for that ending. Yeah, be pre- <laughs> I was about to say, be prepared for the ending. Do not um try to look at it as a uh, as one of the movies that's gonna because uh, uh, I know um it's kind of uh, portrayed like it's it, it it's gonna be like super action packed. It's really not. It's more of a uh, it's more of a drama. So don't expect it to be. It, it has action in it, but it's not what you think it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna be that. Do not expect any um jewels from it. Do not uh think it's a uh what is that coming of age movies. Nope. It's 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 one of them movies where they tried to reach that. They tried to reach the coming of age and on it and they probably could've if the ending was better. Okay. Okay. So how many um popcorn bags? Well, that's a solid three. Three? Um, yeah, I would probably give it a 3.5. That ain't bad, bad. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll do a 3.5 on that one. Okay. Mm. So, 3.5, 3, 4, Cutthroat City, Cut starring... Don't be dead. <laughs> a bunch of motherfuckers, Tupac and T.I. Right. <laughs> right. 
Lucius to pocket to y'all. And then shout out to Rizzo because this is his third time directing the film. And this, yeah, he, he, yeah. Shout out to Rizzo. Rizzo, Rizzo, Rizzo dope. I, I really fuck with that nigga. Um, he, he's weird, but I fuck with him. <laughs> but back piggybacking off of Ti again. Mm-hmm. Ooh, child. All right. <clears throat> um, pretty sure you guys are aware that your boy boy is getting caught up in uh some sex trafficking shit with uh Coke Nose Tiny. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know the reason why I said it's good. I seen someone that was like, this bitch rails coke. Like <laughs> what? This bitch is a coke head. But I remember they did get caught with like coke and, and, and pills one time. Yeah. So yeah. for them bitches, a lot of them bitches to say tiny on coke, I believe it. Yeah. I feel like <clears throat> some of the stuff that we've already known about them is playing into what's going on now. So if you've been living under a rock for the past week, <clears throat> let's just do a little recap of what we're talking about. Um, From my understanding of the situation... Keisha Lance Bottoms, who is the mayor of Atlanta. We all know that T.I. and Tiny are from Atlanta. And um, she appointed T.I. to be something in regards to having more peace in the city. So with that, this lady, I forgot her name, Sabrina Song. She comes out and she talks to, she like asks Keisha Lance Bottoms and she was just like, you know, you really need to vet the people that you're appointing because this man put a gun to my head. And so somebody replied to her and was like, T.I. really put a gun to your head? She replied to that person and was like, yeah, I was beating somebody somebody's ass for Tiny and T.I. got in it and put a gun in my head. So that's what kicked this whole thing off. So she apparently used to be real cool with them. <clears throat> for whatever reason, they fell out. Um, And now she's talking about T.I. did this to her. So now she's recruiting people. And they're coming to her willingly talking about T.I. and Tiny did this. T.I. and Tiny did that. What they've been saying is that they've been having threesomes with them. And when they have the threesomes with them, they make them take Molly and Ecstasy and Coke. And and, uh, Tiny is the aggressor. And Tiny will cuss them out if they don't want to take the drugs. And it's I've seen reports where they're saying it's about 19 women that came out. And I've seen some reports saying it's 30 women that came out. I've also seen reports saying that some of the women are lying and she's not vetting the people. She's just getting these stories and hurrying up and putting them out there. So, um, Tiny came out and was just like, girl, uh, 
now all of a sudden this your abuser, but you wanted him to, you know, um, be a role model to your kids and teach your kids how to be a man, but now he your abuser. Quit, quit um, coming from my family. Leave my family alone. Then um, either yesterday or the day before, T.I. finally came out and made a video, or he went live, rather. Yeah. And in so many words, said the bitch line. So now, it's it's in the court of public opinion, and nobody filed no charges or anything. Um, and it's, it's a he said, she said type thing. Then you also get Shekinah. Everybody knows Shekinah from the Family Hustle. She's now loving hip-hop. She's T.I., I mean, Tiny's um, best friend. And her and T.I. don't really mesh well together. She then came out and said um, that Sabrina's lying in so many words, in a lot of words. And then she's also kind of incriminated them and was like, how come you don't speak about how you was helping them recruit? How come you don't speak about how you was fucking them too? And all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Now, with that being said, do you believe these allegations against them? Well, um, let me just say that the grievous allegations that are um, brought upon by this individual, about this one person, per se, and his wife, uh, to me, uh, unequivocally, is uh, invalid. And wouldn't even hold up in court because of the outlandish, um, don't make me laugh, the outlandish stories that happen to be uh, formulated and uh, misconstrued into this uh, facetious story that we are listening to today on uh, social medias and other outlets as such. Um, I believe that uh the partakers <laughs> and <laughs> don't make me laugh. don't make me laugh. You, uh the partakers of the alleged events uh were willing participants in uh what would be an extremely pleasurable sexual encounter but I could be wrong <laughs> was that good? Was that good enough? Good. Did Did you get the jet? <laughs> All right, because that's how I feel. <laughs> that's basically how you sound. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really how I feel. <laughs> you welcome, good. But I say, don't make me laugh. Don't make me. Because I'm gonna get this out. We try to make you laugh. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, see how you a fucking beast, my guy. I ain't Dude, I I respect you to the fullest, my dude. Oh my god. Man, and I I, I do not first of all, um for it to be sex trafficking. Um Oh, did you get the sex oh did I tell you the sex trafficking part? I don't think I did. No, I um oh yeah, you will speak on that. Okay, the sex trafficking part <clears throat> is because um 
they're saying that some of these women are saying that they was getting drugged out their mind. They was passing out. They wake up and their butt and their vagina is hurting. Then some of them were saying that they come to find out that they didn't even have sex with T.I. and Tanya. They was having sex with the security officer. So they're passing the women off. So everybody that's getting fuck bomb ain't getting fuck bomb. Right. So yeah. Yeah, that's the trafficking thing. And that's what I was about to say. The, 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 so, okay, let's, uh, let me uh, emphasize on that. Um, in order for it to, like, for it to truly be extremely, like, sex trafficking, like, and don't get me wrong, like, all jokes aside, like, if these women feel like they were violated or hurt, I feel sorry for these women. So let me let me first say that. Absolutely. Um, but I'm going to play devil's advocate on this one. And I'm going to say, um, some women are coming out with, you know, they took pills, they took these drugs, they don't remember. Other women are coming out with, they offered them, we didn't take them, but we still fuck. So, mm-hmm. my thing is, this ain't this ain't nothing new under the sun. Motherfuckers, they, everybody been knowing T.I. and Tiny been on this real freaky Jason shit. Um, it wouldn't, it would be sex trafficking if it was something that was unknown and, and not, uh, and not already brought in the air that, you know, they, they bring bitches through. Mm-hmm. Y'all were willing participants of whatever it was going on, like real shit. Y'all could talk that shit. About, you know, y'all woke up with y'all pussy and y'all ass hurting, all that shit. Y'all was going to do that regardless if y'all took the fucking ecstasy or whatever drug they was giving you or not. Because y'all knew what y'all was getting into, in my opinion. I'm, like I said, if you women are truly hurt about this, then I do apologize. And I feel sorry for you. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, I kind of have to agree with T.I. and other people that... um that are following this and don't believe you because it just comes now it just sounds like you know maybe you're not getting a bag no more from them or maybe you just old news to them like like I, I say per se when it comes to like bill cosby i ain't saying he didn't rape anybody but i'm saying a lot of them women came out because they wasn't getting paid anymore you know it's the difference between rape and getting paid to fuck and maybe you're not getting paid anymore. Maybe your last week's news. And so it's easy for you to, you know what I'm saying, throw them under the uh, burner uh, uh, and, and and call them, you know, sex traffickers and say they doing all this extra shit and say they do this and they do that. You didn't give a fuck at the time. And I know that uh, sexual assault is traumatic and you can hold that in for life. I do understand that. But just like Bill Cosby, it was too many victims for all of them to be victims. Mm-hmm. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty much the same way. Like, <clears throat> like keep it real. It was, it, it was people that was a- raped by Ted Bundy, and it was actual people that fucked Ted Bundy. Yeah. So let's just you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I'm just gonna keep it 100 with y'all. Yeah. It's a it's a lot with the situation, but I, I'm with you on like if these women were violated, 
you know, they they need whatever they need to heal. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Whether they want to seek justice or what, whatever, you know, whatever they need to heal, 100% behind behind you on that. Um. <clears throat> however, it's a lot with this situation. And I don't feel like we know everything. I don't feel like we know enough to form an opinion. No. And But it's the court of public opinion. That's where it's at right now. So a lot of people are going to have their opinions on it. And based off of what we do know, it wouldn't be far-fetched for somebody to make up a story off of what we know. We know that you motherfuckers be paying these people to do threesomes with them. We know that from years ago when T.I. and Rob Kardashian got into it and Rob Kardashian blasted the fact that mm-hmm. Black China had a threesome with him mm-hmm. and got paid for it. So we've we been knowing this shit. And then, like you said, back when they got caught out in L.A. right after they got married with the drugs in the car mm-hmm. and T.I. took the charge for all that. So it's not hard to put two and two together and say, ah, he raped me. Like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not hard to come up with these stories. Not saying that they are fabricated, but what I'm saying is that it's not hard based off of what we know. You know what I'm saying? So, that's that. Now, with the Sabrina situation specifically, not saying this right. Not saying that that's what he was supposed to do in this situation. However, from what I know, which is not that much, what it sounds like is that Sabrina and whoever was in a fight. And it sounds like maybe he was trying to stop the fight. And instead of putting his hands on her, he pulled a gun on her to get her to stop, quote unquote, beating the girl's ass. Not he said, hey, that's right. If you don't relinquish, <laughs> the fisticuff action that you are pursuing. I have no other choice than to pull out this musket and put it <laughs> to your cranial area. <laughs> That's probably how you said it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, <clears throat> again, not saying that that's right. Not saying that that's how you end a fight. But I can put that together that way. Now, now she want to come out and say all this because he got this particular position is like, okay. And now all these people are coming out and I'm going to say, like I said, with the whole R. Kelly shit, the Cosby shit. Everybody ain't lying, but everybody ain't telling the truth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And w- one victim is too many victims. You know what I'm saying? We don't need a handful of victims for it to be like one, two, three, that's enough. No, one victim is one, two, three, that's enough. So, if out of 30, 29 are lying, that one victim is too many. That is. That so, is fair. Um, and... If 
you feel like you were hurt. And instead of, you know, trying to leave the area or trying to bury it or trying to tell anybody for you to become a recruiter, you have now relinquished your right to become a, uh, to be called a victim. I'm sorry. I, I'm just one. I'm an avid believer in that. I understand about the uh, the whole sin, the Stockholm syndrome thing. I but I, just, I I'm just one of those people that believe when when you stop becoming the victim and becoming the perpetrator, you can't jump back to being a victim. You know, so if it is played out like that, and you were a willing a, a, a willing part of what you deem was wrong, then you got to burn right along with them. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... It's just a sad situation. And I feel like because we love T.I. so much, we really don't want to believe no shit like this. I believe them hoes lying, Mike. <laughs> but... I don't yeah. know, and like I said, and I apologize because I don't, I, I never want to um, be a, a, a part of a, a agenda that that downplays somebody being victimized or hurt. Mm-hmm. But if that's not the case, my nigga, then girl, don't get mad because you got fucked and ducked. Because that's what it seems like to me. Yeah. And then the way that Shekinah was saying it was that Sabrina wanted Tiny, and she mad that Tiny don't want hers. Like it's a it's a bunch. And I, I, bunch I understand that because yeah. you know, uh, Smokey Robinson is a very handsome man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gang banging, gang banging. Y'all was out there doing that door, snorting that door. It's gonna mess with my young adulthood, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. Licking that ass, <laughs> smoking that grass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ti, yeah. man, you gotta love Tiny because she looks like this nigga for real. I mean, love, love. Mm-hmm. But some of the stories that came out was just like whoa have you did you see some of the stories i've uh i've read a couple of them on my instagram yeah um one of them said that ti made her suck his dick for like six Mm -hmm. hours and then she had to go to the er behind it another one said that uh he gave her an STD. They didn't say which one, but they said the one that's reoccurring. So we can all assume that's probably herpes. herpes. So I was like, oh, "Tia, I got herpes." Everybody in Atlanta got herpes, y'all. Man, look, we can just go ahead and let that shit go right now. Everybody in Atlanta got herpes. Like, don't allegedly. nobody give a fuck no more. Look, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> but ever since Usher came out with herpes, I believe everybody got herpes. You know why? Because didn't nobody, ain't nobody stopped fucking Usher. 
he had a whole kid after all that shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So all you niggas got, hey man, I don't give a fuck, nigga. You zone six niggas, you east side niggas, you all you, all you motherfuckers got herpes, man. And it's cool. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Because you can just if live your life how you want to live your life, man. It's not a death sentence. You know, let's let's stop trying to outweigh herpes like it's a terrible like, I don't have herpes. <laughs> Let me clarify that up because I, before motherfuckers be like, you know, oh, he's an advocate right. for herpes. He must have, <laughs> I'm an advocate for AIDS too, and I don't got it, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, stop trying to downplay it. Like it, it's, it's just something that we have in our life now. Like eventually, we gonna downplay the coronavirus too. Yeah. So like, stop trying to upsell herpes. Like it's a, it's like, oh my god, yeah, it's herpes. A lot of white people got herpes in their mouth. They was getting that shit when when I was a kid. Niggas was getting that shit early. So like, no, it, let's let's yeah, whatever. Yeah, it, you got herpes. Mm. Move on. So would you date someone with herpes? Uh, if you were single. If I was, oh yeah. Um. Cause I was about to say some real stupid <laughs> shit too. Like, if Jasmine was with it, like if Rihanna was like, I want to fuck this nigga, and Jasmine was like, you got to pass. I'm fucking Rihanna. Like, but Jasmine got a bunch of people that she gonna that she'll fuck too. So like, don't get it fucked up. We talk all the time, and I'd be like, damn, you like that type of nigga. But let's move on from that. If I was single, yeah, if you were single, and I was um. And I started messing with somebody and I found out that they had herpes. It wouldn't be a big deal to me. Okay. Especially because I know how herpes is. Uh, uh, it's two kind of herpes. If y'all don't know, we're, we're about to have a sex education class. <laughs> Listen, it is herpes simplex one and it's herpes simplex two. A lot of people have herpes simplex one and you didn't even know. Um, if you always have like a little white sore in your mouth or a sore right here, that is herpes simplex one. You probably got it from your mother, didn't even know it. Um, you've been having that shit for life. A lot of people get that and they assume they have the STD herpes. Yeah. It's a big difference. Um, herpes simplex 2 is the reoccurring one that'll pop up all the time unless you take good care of your body. It is ways to take care of your body where you can have one flare-up and not have a flare-up uh, anymore. And if you do take care of your body like you're supposed to, you will not infect another person with herpes, and you can Google that. Yeah. So yeah, I and you know if if I dug them and I I got a kick out of them, they was real cool individual. I love their vibe. That would not bother me. Okay. It's not a death sentence. It's not. It's not. So uh, yeah. So allegedly, Ti has herpes. <laughs> <laughs> So what? So does Usher. Yeah. Right. So does Rihanna. Wait a minute. Who's saying Rihanna? Yeah, they've been saying Rihanna had herpes. Oh, wow. Yeah, after the whole Chris Brown debacle, they've been saying that. Oh, wow. They was they, they were saying that was one reason. No, they were saying that was uh, one reason why they got into it. Oh. Oh, okay. So everybody has herpes. <laughs> Like, so I don't, nobody gives a fuck. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't bother me anymore. It's like when, like now you all your babies got to get a fucking chicken pot fucking shot. Because this shit is just here. Like, I don't give a fuck. So, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, 
yeah, so it's a it, it's a lot of stories. I don't want to go into great detail on the stories and what they were saying because it is it they go into detail. You can do a simple Google search and and find it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just it's crazy. It is very crazy. Um, but this is a this is an ongoing story, so I'm sure we will revisit it. So, in conclusion, yeah, um, the event that happened <laughs> with uh, Ti and Tiny, we want to respect the victims for any path that they walk on here on Fort that is uh, maybe astronomical to the decline of their uh, personality or celebrity. And we also want to increase um, the information so therefore those who do think that this is a victimized situation can uh, henceforth do their, I guess, um, due diligence to make sure that this thing plays out accordingly as it should. And um, we're going to move on to the controversy between J. Cole and Andre 3000 with the party song. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So... Saw this on, I think it was the Shade Room. They did, when they do those great debates. Somebody had tweeted that they feel like the J. Cole version of Beyonce's song Party is the better version. And I, with everything that makes me (laughs) disagree. As you should. Yes. Andre 3000 is a legend. He is the GOAT, and he slaughtered that song. I literally was playing it probably like two days before I saw this post. And I put my comment in there, and then I went to the comments, and maybe two, possibly three people like J. Cole's version better, but everybody else was like three stacks. So I thought this would be a good idea to discuss. Okay. We're not going to debate because we're on the same side. We're, yeah, I was about to say, we're definitely on the same side. Right. I, I do believe that um, J. Cole's verse uh, or J. Cole's version was uh, lyrically was uh, nice. It was, it, it was very dope. But see, the thing is I don't think a lot of you people that are under 25 understand the um, the lyrical soul food you get from Andre 3000. Like, it's um, it's not only lyrical, but it's feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of them things where he knew how great he was, and so he didn't want to keep on spreading out his greatness like that. Uh, to me, I think that's why he only did that one solo album and never did anything else because he was just gonna water down who Andre 3000 is. He always 
But do we even consider the one solo album a solo album? Uh, at this point, you should. Okay. You know, it, it, it was a double disc, an outcast double disc. But at this point in time, because he's always going to be in the debate as a GOAT, mm-hmm. you have to give him, you have to just sit that album for him as his fight to, you know what I'm saying, to see who's the greatest of all time. And okay. that album was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, so, absolutely. Okay. Um, like you said, we're both in agreement. Uh, Andre is, he's lyrical soul food to me. And J. Cole is great. Oh, my God. But I'm pretty sure, like I told you before, J. Cole is telling everybody, like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. Like, <laughs> right. My favorite version. Like, my facts, favorite right? version. Like, why the fuck do you think I even got on here? Right. Because <laughs> right. y'all gave me an opportunity to fill in the slot that a guy couldn't do. Right. 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 So, yeah, that, that, that controversy right there, totally stupid, totally whack. Right. I feel like anybody that is saying that J. Cole is the better version um, is somebody, like you said, under 25 and do not understand the greatness that is Outkast. That's it. Let alone the greatness that is Andre 3000. And you downplaying J. Cole. You giving J. Cole a fake-ass beat. Yeah. Yeah, you 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 giving because if this even catches wind and, and and goes anywhere, then you're gonna have to have you know like if this goes like if this is on extra extra, mm-hmm. you are gonna have two niggas trying to explain themselves, which I, Andre I ain't never gonna do. Yeah, I don't think I don't think J Cole would do it. Like it doesn't so make one J Cole ain't that type of person to be trying to explain himself. Yeah, with anybody. Let alone somebody that I'm sure he looks up to. That's why I'm like, you know what he respects to the fullest. Right. You know I'm saying this, this right here is just it's smoking mirrors, man. Yeah. Like you got the, the the type of fans that make this up couldn't even tell you a, a J Cole song word for word. Yeah, and they couldn't tell you the difference between Big Boy and Andre. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just it it just it was just like wow, like. There's people out here that think that J. Cole's version is better. That's that's what got me. Cause it wasn't even it wasn't even a thought. Like it never processed my like yeah. when you told me, I was like, who the fuck right. said that? Like nigga, <laughs> like who said when the that? fuck did this become a uh, right. issue? Right, right, right. It was just like and then the crazy part is that on the post they played the J. Cole version and then you slid over and they played the Andre three thousand version. And it was just like, even back to back, like I've never heard them back to back, but even back to back, I was like, this is way better than Jake. J. Cole sounds like he just started rapping a month ago compared what? to 3000. And no disrespect one? to J. Cole. No. Because I love J. Cole, but he literally cannot hold a candle. Like his party at that time. Yes, yes. His party and 3000's party, they're two different parties. They should have put them together and they would show that Andre would have been a crutch for J. Cole. 
If that, you know what I'm saying? If if, if they wanted to match it up like that. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think like I think the whole reason why the J Cole e- version even exists was because Andre couldn't do the video. Yeah. So, I'm sure there's a mashup somewhere on YouTube of both of them together, but um. You know what I mean? You you. I mean, it's it's no question. It's no question. Yeah, like, there's it, no thoughts. What the fuck? Like that's like breathing. <laughs> So, in the same theme of who did it better, <clears throat> uh, and with the whole verses happening last week, and unfortunately we didn't get to see them last week, but um, oh, I'm sorry, I just blew up this person. Anyway, <laughs> Ashanti in the Ashanti versus Keisha Cole versus. She played her version <laughs> of Fabulous is So Into You featuring her. And it still wasn't a highlight. You know what the highlight of that versus was? What? My nigga OT Cyrus. OT Genesis. OT Genesis, I mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. I disrespected you, bro. That was hilarious. OT, that, that was the best was part hilarious. about the fucking verse. I was happy to see that they squashed their beef. Mm-hmm. I was happy to see it. And he lauded love. But was the best part. But we, we're not here to talk about verses, we're even though here. Keisha Cole won. But <laughs> <laughs> she did, you know, but that's she got the OT. better song. She got the better song. Oh, anyway. It was the coat too. When you wired, mm. you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. So um the so into you. Cookies, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so so into you, the fabulous version featuring Ashanti. Or the fa- fabulous version featuring Tamia. Which one was your favorite of the two? Um, Tamia, of course. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why is because I am old enough to know the song before Originally. the yeah. fabulous track. Like, I knew I'm So Into You before fabulous came out and did it and put it on his album. So I'm always just off the flip saying the Tamiya version is better. Yeah, Tamiya version is better. Um, I think we're biased because we like the original version better. When <clears throat> when that album came out and I heard that song, I was just like, why didn't he just get Tamiya? Even though I can kind of see, like we discussed before we started recording, I can kind of see why he would have gotten Ashanti. Yeah. You know, but um, even when he did eventually get to Mia, her version sounded better. Way better. It's a yeah. better fit. Yeah. Yeah. Her version sounded better. Um, Her voice, I mean, anybody that knows me knows I like Ashanti, but I, I ain't that big of a fan of her voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, one false move and she's off. And then on top of that, yes, she's nice with a pen. She's very nice. She's nice with a pen. However, let's not act like she don't be taking samples and melodies from other songs that are great. There you go. (laughs) There you go. We're not going to. So she already got the canvas. I already said we're not going to discuss this. I know. I know. But I'm just saying, she already got the canvas and the outline. All she got to do is just fill it in. That's basically what she did. 
but which anyway. every rapper does to this day. It's penmanship. The thing, the the problem with Ashanti is she doesn't really have the vocal range. She don't. That's it. That's all. As far as writing songs, I don't give a every every rapper that you love to death had a mixtape where they stole everybody's fucking music. So we're not That's gonna a do mix that. Mixtape. We're not gonna do that. What we're going and and a lot of shit. Drake damn near won a Grammy off a mixtape. So let's not do that. What we're going to say is Ashanti's limited voice is the reason why she can't. She shouldn't get um the ticket over to Mia because to Mia's voice range wise. Oh yeah. Huh, yeah. Ashanti She's looks amazing. like a toddler compared to her. Yeah. She Ashanti sounds like the karaoke version. Yeah. It legit sounds like the karaoke version. It sounds version. good when you're drunk. Yeah. But if you wanted the real thing, it, it's not that. Right, right. Because I didn't even care for the song with Ashanti on it. When Tamia, when Tamia came on it, I was like, okay. I can do this song with Tamia. But I think I think it annoyed me with Ashanti on it. Because for one, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of her voice. And for two... I like the Tamia version better. Now, sidebar. Have you ever heard the Childish Gambino version of So Into You? Yes. That motherfucker go off. It's so beautiful. Yes. You know why it's so beautiful? Because he tried his best and he even cracked. And, and he yeah. didn't. But it was still beautiful. Yes. It was beautiful because you could tell he did it as a... um As a tribute. As a tribute. Yeah. yeah. Instead of like... Trying to make that song his. Mm-hmm. It was one of his favorite songs yeah. growing up. And he decided to sing it. And you could tell because he did everything that any nigga in this world who tried to sing or be a rapper was uh, did when they tried to catch their own sound. They started snapping in their own mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. And when I seen him doing that, I fell in love with this. Because I was like, he's trying to catch it because... He doesn't want to sound like Tamia. Mm-hmm. He wants to make sure that he does it justice. Yes, yes. I just loved and appreciated that he did it on that platform because you know them white motherfuckers did not know nothing about nobody's Tamia. You know, but they saying? do though. Them them dudes. They. But I'm saying they the platform, now the people that host and stuff like that. Yes, they yeah. probably absolutely know her. But what I'm saying, the platform, the people that watch it. You know what I'm saying? They probably ain't sitting around listening to nobody's Tamia. You know what I'm saying? Nah, because that's the no. that's the whole kind. They always bring up um, people up, uh, on that show. I know for a minute. I don't know if they do it now because I ain't watched that show in a long time. But they will bring an artist to sing. You know what I'm saying? And they will sing one of their favorite other artist songs mm-hmm. because um um I seen um Childish Gambino. I seen Badass, uh, and I've seen uh Black. Okay. And Black's version of On and On by Erica Badu mm-hmm. is so motherfucking hard. Is it? Oh, it you gotta listen to it because he is it's so Zone 6. And you know he is the representative of Zone 6. Right. And I hate to act like that because I ain't never ever been far in Atlanta. I went to Atlanta one time in my whole life. But I know that Zone 6 sound, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to singers. He was so zone six with that. That shit was so fire. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I mean, you that. gotta check it out. Yeah. He was, oh, it was. He was so. It, it was like he swayed with the song. Mm-hmm. 
but so like it was melodic, but it was so undertoned. It was like the underbelly of his voice, mm-hmm. and he was just catching that shit. That yeah. shit was fire. Yeah, yeah. But I can see somebody doing an Erica Badu song on a platform like that. I can't see nobody out of nowhere a Tamia song on a platform like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I just thought that was just super dope that he did it just <laughs> off the strength of that. You know. Cause but, badass did Dove Cry. That shit was fly too. Cause he had a whole band and everything. He sung. He he uh did a rap version. Oh wow! But it was dope. He had a band and everything. It was fun. Mm -hmm. You gotta you gotta check the shit out. Yeah yeah okay yeah. So um yeah so that's the that's those debates. Okay. Now that we uh cause we gonna keep it on uh music uh but we're gonna slide. Right into the fucked up song of the week, which I'm biased over because the fucked up song of the week for today um, is one of my favorite songs in like indie catalog of Anderson Pack. But I got to represent and got to tell the truth. It's a fucked up song. <laughs> um, it's a real fucked up song, and I love it. I eat this shit for breakfast, like. You just have to listen to it, man. It's uh, Milk and Honey. Such a beautiful song. Such a fucked up song. Because it's... Nah, I ain't gonna say nothing to the song. Nah, no, go ahead and talk, 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 talk. talk my shit. Oh, talk my shit. Listen, this song is about um the the motherfucker that uh knows what it is to live that life. And the motherfucker that just wants to live that life and has no idea what it uh, what, what what goes on with it, and if he puts you in a perspective for both of them on on two different levels, I think that's why I like it so much. Um, because it's uh, it's one of them things where any if you on this level and on one person you can relate to it. If you on this, if if you've been on a level as this person, you can relate to it, and went from you know the haves and the have nots of just being, you know what I'm saying, in the streets is so fresh to me. Okay. All right, so we're gonna play a little snippet of it. A little snippet. Thank <laughs> you. 
So verse one went from chicken, chicken shit home to magnificent pro. <laughs> okay, how much you know my heart? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna be quiet because I love this song. Um, shopping bags at the Grove, MCM on the coast. Had to clean up her nose. Had to dream up some goals. Swimming in Fendi business that's probably owned. I was walking down six. She pulled up in a six. She said, hop in this whip. I said, bitch, you the feds. She said, baby, don't trip. Then she rolled me a spliff, showed me pics of her kids. Then she slid me some bread like. It's yours, babe. I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I love this shit. This shit is so fresh. It's yours, babe, because I got big money. So if you need something, don't be ashamed. It's yours, babe, because you got big loving. So go and spend something. I, I said, okay. okay. I, I said, okay. okay. All, All I need. I need. <laughs> All I need, good love. I said, okay, hey. I said, okay, hey. All a nigga need, yeah, good love. I said, okay, uh-huh. And then the hook. And now I'm swimming in milk and honey. I'm swimming in milk and honey. Slut swimming in milk and honey. Swimming in milk and honey. I'm swimming in milk and honey. Slut swimming in milk and honey. Dick in this bitch stomach. Spending this bitch money. I'm swimming in milk and honey. Yes. Dick in this bitch stomach. Hey. Hey. Okay. So thoughts. Thoughts. Okay. Okay. Check this out. Um. Like I said, this is a like it, it's the beginning of you know what it is to uh know what it is to be out here and know what it's not. You know, uh, he dreamed of a life. You know what I'm saying? On uh, a life like uh, like that, she probably in our past, like he said, she went from chicken shit hole to magnificent pro. So she knew what it was like to live his life. She seen the uh, the ambitious shit in him, mm-hmm. and she took advantage of it. Okay. You know, that first verse was the 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 first layer of the cake that he is uh he is he's baking right there. He's mm-hmm. letting you know that you know this bitch is you know what I'm saying this bitch is superior and she's letting him live the life that she is allowing him to live the life that he wanted to live. Okay. All right. So verse two, it's too good to be true. I ain't got nothing to do. I got keys to the coop. I just spent all this loot. She said, get what you want. She said, live how you do. But if I catch you with other bitches, your throat on the slit. I said, it's yours, baby. <laughs> she signed a name on his dick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I was lying, of course. I'm slamming chick at the chick. Soon as she gave me the Porsche, I banged her right on the strip. 
I cop some white on the fist and pull it up right on a bitch like. It's yours, babe. <laughs> then the bridge and then the hook. So thoughts on verse two? Thoughts on verse two was she was allowing him to live this big man life. But she was setting him up for failure. This is a whole setup for failure. You're like, because she she told him what was gonna happen. She said, if I catch you with other bitches, you'll throw it on my slip. Right. But he's caught up in living a life. Mm-hmm. And he, he couldn't help doing what he was doing because he never had it before. You know, it's one thing to get it on your own so you can live that life. But he got it, he was getting it from her. Right. So, so he had to, he, to he was supposed to play it accordingly and he didn't. You know, he was this this the same play that she uh that she threw on him. He was throwing on other bitches. Mm-hmm. Okay. So verse three, I got gold, I got ice, I got polo and Nikes, I got lean, I got Sprite. About to spend a couple racks in one night. All motherfuckers want to tell me take it light. Motherfuckers want to tell me to take it light. Motherfuckers want to tell me to take it easy. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I don't need no one's. I don't advice. need no one's advice. <laughs> Them niggas, I want to be. <laughs> uh, I was rolling down six and got stopped by the pigs. They said, "How about the whip?" Whip. I said, "Fuck, did I do?" They said, "Pop up, pop up the trunk." I said, "Pop up this dick." <laughs> They said, don't make me shoot. They said, don't, don't make, make a, a move. move. I was high as a kite. I had zannies and white. I looked up at the light. Like, what the fuck is my life? <laughs> they said, my plates ain't legit. So I, they opened my shit. And when they opened my shit, I had snow in the fridge. I felt dumb as a brick. I had no idea. She had stolen the whip and this bitch had warrants and shit. And this bitch with multiple licks and this shit. Yeah. And this bitch had bodies on burners. And when I called her from the cell, the only message I heard was... It's yours, babe. <laughs> it's yours, babe. <laughs> I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Don't script. Don't say a fucking word. Oh, shit. Uh, what is it? Um... It's yours, uh, babe. It's yours, babe. Yeah. No, don't say. No, you don't say shit. Now I'm gone. I'm on I'm a gone. plane. I'm gone. I'm on a G5. <laughs> yeah, I'm gone. I'm on a G5. Right. I'm on a plane, babe. It's yours, babe. But no, you wanted to spend the money. You wanted to live, you know, wanted to live large. You got new sneakers and all that. So now you deal with them bricks. It's yours, it's babe. It's yours, babe. You say my fucking name, you're dead, man. Right. It says, nah, nah, nah. All I need. <laughs> I can't do nothing for you. I told you I'm on the G5. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm too gone. I got to go now. You say my, my fucking, fucking name, you a dead, dead man. man. I said, okay. I said, okay. I said, okay. All I need. <laughs> Good Lord. Hey. All I need is me. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my shit. Obviously. And he wrote that by his Yes, yeah. And it's a package of genius. Yeah. 
So, thoughts? My thoughts is it's a great story about um, mm-hmm. um, be careful what you wish for. Because you just might, might get, get it. it. Yeah. He wanted the life, but he didn't know what it what would all entail and what would mm-hmm. come up. Like He was just spending money. He didn't know what this bitch was doing. Yeah. And once right. he found out that he wasn't really what he, you know what I'm saying, portrayed to be, she left him with the bag. She just set I the bag she, up. No, I think she knew exactly what it was. I think she knew what she had on her hands from the Yeah, she had a gullible nigga. Yeah. Yeah. Me, just because I listened to the song, and I just had my whole scenario about it, like, I'm thinking she like, if this nigga don't fuck up, Mm -hmm. you know, he could be cool, but this nigga fucked up. Yeah. So, then I'm going to play this whole thing. I'm going to play this chess game with this nigga because he plays checkers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good, good storytelling song. You know, um, but I I definitely think she knew what she had on her hands from the jump. Mm-hmm. This ain't her first time at the rodeo at all. Yeah. Um, I love his stand up at the end, man. He took that. He I no said choice. okay. He had no <laughs> choice because if she, when he realized what all she entailed, he knew that he was a dead man if he were to say so. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you was a dead man behind bars or if you got out. Mm-hmm. Either way, you was gone. You know? So, he had no choice. And he going. And he going up the river. For real. Because that was a lot of shit in that car. So. The bitch had bodies on burn. Yeah. Yeah. And the he bitch put multiple licks in his whip. And he didn't know none of that shit was in that car. And he's just out here like, eh, eh, get it, get it. He was flossing. Hey, hey bitch. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you said, I put a right up a bitch. Like, it's yours, babe. Yeah. Because I got big money. So won't you spend something? Right. Don't be ashamed. Hey, man, that was. Anderson Pack is like. That was for that song right there. That was the mm-hmm. most. Um, smoothest fucked up story you'll ever hear in your life. Excuse me. Because that was hella smooth. Yeah. That was a hella smooth song about, about getting played. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't see it would take that turn. You know, no. You know it was gonna, something was going to happen, but not like that. He was, he, he was, I mean, at the end of the day, man, if you think about it, he was just a simp nigga with a big dick. We've all been simp niggas with big dicks in our life. <laughs> no, we have not. <laughs> I have not been a simp nigga with a big dick. <laughs> I'm just saying, we, we've all had we all had simp moments. He was a simp nigga with a big. I, my shit, I, I I just didn't end up in the feds. <laughs> you know, I it was, she wasn't that smart. <laughs> we've all had those fucking moments. You know, his shit it just got him fucked up for life. Mm-hmm. You know. He was, you know what I'm saying? He was swimming in milk and honey. Dick in his bitch's stomach. Ah. Yeah, it's been, we, we've all been there, man. I I, can, I, I love this song today. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> yeah. I love this oh, fucked up. It's a fucked up song for the week. You could have like, recited it without genius. Yeah, like, you know, it's, we've had a bunch of fucked up songs of the week. But this is the, this is the top for me. This is so, one of the top for me. 
Yeah. One of the top. Yeah. Because, you know. Yeah, that's pretty much Besides, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> fuck God, Bobby Walmack. Because <laughs> 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 fuck God, Bobby Walmack, my nigga. Woo! But it Go back to the other Doing Chain podcast. Watch Fuckboy Bobby Walmack. <laughs> but at least you're free. Like, that nigga, mm-hmm. he ain't never getting out. Nah, he tried. He stuck. Yeah. yeah. So that that's that's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um. Yeah. And that was Anderson Pack Milk and Honey. I said okay. Yep. So. Yeah. This this ooh, super fucked up song of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was a good pick. That was a good pick. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna listen to that song when I go home. Yeah. <laughs> like, riding, I'm gonna play it like six. <coughs> yeah. I'm gonna drive through the white people area too so they can just look at me like, what the fuck is going what on? What is that? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's been a beautiful. It's hold on, hold on, hold on. It's, we're riding that back. <clears throat> Well, we have come to uh, the conclusion of the issue we talk for this evening. Uh, my lovely constituent to the uh, side of me, uh, Lindsay, um, do you have any words uh, to part from this lovely podcast that we are doing? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, if you had, if you don't have anything to say, I will say this. Um, I don't know if uh, a, a lot of my viewers uh, and uh, my uh, uh, familiar familiarities, you know, uh, the ones in my inner circle. Uh, if you don't know this now, I will let you know um, the. Uh, the woman that is in my life that I, I, I think is a queen and, and beyond uh, what uh, should be known as uh, the fortitude of women, uh, she is with child, with my progeny. Um, I am very excited about that. We are going through a phase in our life that will be utterly beautiful, but also utterly chaos. And I am ready to take it on with a, 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 a head high and full of possibilities and fantasies of what shall and what will be. And I would just love for y'all to um, pass on the blessing or the torch, per se, to um, offering us a um, healthy, beautiful um well uh nurtured um infant into the world that uh we call home in this twenty twenty one. That's <laughs> That's one hell of an announcement I must say. <laughs> Shout out to T I man, you You've made me sound dumb and smart in this whole fucking podcast. Okay. <laughs> well, con- 
congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thank yes. you very much. Yes. Pray that it comes out to be a healthy baby, whatever gender God wants. Whatever gender yeah. that uh, 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 God bestows upon <laughs> this infant, it w- will be uh, phenomenal and worth looking forward to. <laughs> This is the ish we talk, everybody. I am Lily. This is Lindsay. We are done. And it's like that exactly. And that's the way it is. Man. All right. See you next time.